Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blinding passion, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his fire. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity once again to be able to come before you in this weird, weird world that we live in right now. Father, we thank you and we praise you for every every breath that we take, for every opportunity that you give us to come before you and just uh, confess of our sins and to constantly be examining ourselves and our walk and having incredible mercy um and and father we just thank you for those who are helping out as helps with this program significant help with this program i could not do it by myself without the help of the others and i pray for an anointing upon them father i ask you for a supernatural touch and then again uh, you know i don't know any better word to choose than an anointing not only an anointing of protection and holy fire around them, but an anointing, a tenfold anointing of all all types, an outpouring of your Holy Spirit and supernatural uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit when they're in, when they're needed. And also to draw us all in closer to you, Father God, and to continue to pour out your grace and your mercy upon us as we examine ourselves, we uh, judge ourselves as we are uh, admonished to do in the scripture and to be constantly before you with a contrite spirit, hoping that we're not just part of the called, but we are part of the chosen. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we are uh, uh, part of the barley harvest. I pray in Jesus' name that, that there's no misgivings or misunderstandings or slight uh, you know, variances from what what we estimate uh, Luke 12 verses 35 through 37 actually mean that the supernatural the things that you have shown me and that I've testified to on this program many, many times uh, are reflective of, of a reality that is exceedingly close to um, what we're all hoping it is. Uh, none of us want to be here through the sixth seal. None of us want to be here for the day of the Lord. None of us want to be here when the missiles come down. We want to be out of here as soon as possible. And I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will anoint every single person 
with a tenfold anointing that listen to this show. Anyone who lifts me up, even for, even in a slight mention in the morning time or in the evening in their prayers, uh, whenever it may be, Father, I just pr- thank you for the, the the prayers of the saints that sustain me this program uh, and and cause the miracles to obviously happen to to me that do happen because I, it's certainly not on my own merit. It's certainly not a, in, in any sense or perception of uh, quality of walk on my part. I know the problems that I have, and I know the things that I've been praying about for myself to, to be corrected, and and um, and I just trust in your incredible mercy, and I believe that they will not only be answered on behalf of me, but every single person that listens to this program. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, for each one of us to be strengthened, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit to fall upon us. Father God, a, a supernatural, I, you know, I know that you promised through your servants, the prophets, an anointing of the Holy Spirit on each of us as the days grow darker, but we're asking for it in a, a little early, Father. We're asking for it a little bit early because, uh, we, you know, we've been gifted with a with a with a gift uh, of understanding of the times that we are in right that we are in right now. Uh, that it comes with it a, a very deep burden for many of us, and um, uh, you know, and we just ask you, Lord, and trust you. To through your grace, your incredible loving kindness, the multitude of your tender mercies, as, as King David said in Psalm 51, that you, Father God, would shower down upon us additional grace for the days that we are in right now. Pull us up out of the well when we slip and fall uh, into it. Um, guide us and, gen- and, and, and steady our course on that narrow path. And hear our prayers and our and cries out for mercy when we do dork up uh, as we are struggling to find that, that I don't know what you would call that symbiosis that is required somehow, that spiritual symbiosis that is required to be able to make a journey uh, with the understanding that you have given us, which is both a gift and a challenge. And we just praise you for it. We thank you, Father God, and we pray in the name of Jesus that you will accelerate the end times judgments, Father God. We don't pray against your Bible. We don't pray for relenting because we are afraid. We pray in the name of Jesus that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and hallowed and holy is thy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the 70 times 7 acts of mercy that you have given probably every one of us maybe even a, a number of multitude, maybe multiple multipliers greater than even that when we look back on our entire lives. And now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless before the presence of your glory, Father God, with exceeding joy. And to you, Father, our Savior, unbelievably merciful and wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen.
The signs I gave were coming down. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll see how long the uh, audio stays good <laughs> this time. Um, I installed a new driver, uh, you know, and uh, rebooted the computer like I don't even know how many times. And I still have a sneaking suspicion that the problem has been historically uh, the um, something possibly with the blog talk radio side of things. Uh, historically, that has been the case when we've had, you know, bizarre, unexplainable, you know, changes take place to the electronics of of whatever it was, whether whether I was on the road, you know, uh, in, in, you know, the Hard Rock Hotel or whatever in downtown Manhattan years and years ago or wherever, uh, some, you know, some hotel out in the middle of, you know, uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, what was the name? It's, it's like after a truck. It's like, um, oh, well, it's it, it's some um, uh, elevations like 6,500 feet above and uh, just a weird little town, that, not Dakota, but something like that. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're, you know, and, and, and there's we've had a myriad, uh, just a whole portfolio of various bizarre, strange problems that we've dealt with over the years that in, invariably ended up turning out to be something that happened at Blog Talk Radio. Um, and those are the hardest ones to troubleshoot because there's some of them that you do, you know beyond any shadow of a doubt that are coming from you know BTR, but and I'm just going to use BTR saves time. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, you know that, so there's some that you're just like that's definitely a BTR problem. Um, then there's other ones that are kind of like this one that's been going on because you never know with you know with the drivers and the gidgies and the gadgets and the levers and the you know labels and the schmables and the buttons and the turny things and all these all that kind of crazy stuff. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, kids. It's not to drive you nuts, isn't it? I know. Drives me crazy sometimes, I'll tell you what. And if I ever have to go into that, I used to have the most beautiful little wiring set up. I had every little thing, you know, wire wrapped with like, you know, Velcro wire and everything was routed really beautiful. It's all great until something breaks and then you got to take everything apart. And then you're like, okay, well, do I want to spend the next four hours of my weekend putting all these wires back together? You know, and then you're like, ah, the heck with it. You know, just kind of, and then over time it turns into this big bundle of, whatever all right praise god so anyway we must have been um you know i'm keeping my eyes i'm kind of doing the chameleon thing so i got my right eye going over to the uh the one monitor here in the golden gib studios here in lovely tampa florida come and visit us sometime see the cool thing about running the, off of the studio and the mixer setup that I have here uh, in the studio itself, as opposed to calling in on a host line, is that I can, you know, do all kinds of different things. I can, 
jumping forth between different kinds of uh, sound effects and and, and I can have all all those things happening while I'm still talking because they're going through a mixer and then I can play like little audio bites from YouTube or somebody that's, you know, some kind of shape-shifting reptilian and then I can make comments over the top of what they're saying. Now, if I put now, if I went back into the olden days where I had to take the time before every single show, which was absolutely – it was unbelievable. I mean, I would have to start the show at 8 o'clock. I couldn't do it at 7, and I know that, that – I, I, it, it troubles me. I'm sorry to people on the West Coast. I'm sorry to anybody in any other time zone. Uh, I know a lot of people flipped over to listening to the program on podcast because they couldn't listen to it live anymore because they were too far west or whatever, and I, I totally get that. And um, it made me feel bad, but um, my sleep, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old. You know, I just had my, as many of you know, and thank you all so much for your graciousness, the um, absolute, you know, cyber barrage of uh, happy birthdays and all kinds of stuff uh, that people sent me on Facebook and via text messaging and everything over the last couple of days. Uh, since Sunday, it turns out we were getting uh, a massive – the website, tribulation-now.org, got taken down. Uh, that uh, It wasn't you know via a subpoena or any evil entity uh, at my website hosting facility. Thank you, Jesus. I never decided to go to one of those – You know, I, I, I'm not even going to divulge where I'm at right now, and it's really kind of irrelevant. But the point is you know, there are those that censor, and there are those who fight against censorship, and I happen to be with one of those that fights against censorship. Uh, basically, if uh, some evil-sounding man from Langley, Virginia, tried to call up my website hosting facility and say "Nana Boo Boo, take him down," uh, well, they would meet. They would meet with some guy in their security department saying, "We'll take him down when you send us a subpoena." So that's they're very hardcore like that. Um, I know because I actually had somebody libeling me, and I had every legal right to have uh, my website hosting facility take that individual down. Uh, and I called them to do so, in fact, and they said, uh-uh, ain't never going to happen. Ain't never going to happen. Uh-uh. Ain't never going to happen. Uh-uh. Ain't ne-. You know, well, okay, they didn't sing like that, but, you know, that's what they were basically saying, right, kids? I know, I know. Speaking of kids, the joke that I dorked up is because I am kid-free at the ripe old age of 60. And again, thanks again for everybody who said happy birthday because that kept me busy for the better part of four hours. Uh, You know, and then then I finally put a post up. I just put a general post up on Facebook and I said, thanks, everybody. This is one just big, gigantic, you know, Jesus hug for all of y'all because I'm not very good at Facebook and I'm. I don't, I feel bad, you know, if somebody says something nice and I don't respond, you know, it's kind of like, how come you like put a little heart for everybody else, but you didn't me and you know, that kind of thing. And so I didn't want to go there. Anyway, thank you all. And um very, very kind. Um, uh, you know, um, I was supposed to go out to dinner with my daughter, but well, that kind of fell through, but that's not uncommon at all. We pushed out, we call that pushing out. So we'll see maybe this Saturday, who knows, whatever. I don't care. I'm so, I'm so used to spending my birthday alone (laughs) that it is nothing new. Believe me, praise God for that. But anyway, I'm very, um, you know, it's kind of like a badge of honor really, uh, that the forces of darkness decided to take tribulation. I mean, tribulation now is not like, you know, a major humongous 
website that um, you know would be would have a target on it the size of the state of Alaska, right? So um, you know uh, it, you know we, we we reach whoever God wants us to reach. We cover what way too many exceedingly. And there really isn't a, I don't even know if that word is adequate enough, but exceedingly controversial subjects. And because they're so controversial that um, it, you know, will, I don't know, 80% of churchianity out there won't, you know, as soon as I mention shape-shifting reptilian, they're like, I'm out of here. And, you know, I've told the story many times where people would come back, you know, three, four years later and go, oh, my gosh, I used to think you were a raving lunatic. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, that stuff is really true. So, you know, um, you know, Tribulation Now was never intended to hit, you know, phenomenally huge numbers. I mean, you know, uh, I know it, it wasn't – it was about – and I don't – I will not use the word truth. Okay, I know too many people that, you know, well, you know, it's about the truth, and I'm a truther, and truth that, and truth this, and I'm like, I'm 1 Corinthians 8 too. If you want to know what I am, I'm 1 Corinthians 8 too. If anyone thinks they know anything, they know nothing yet, as they ought to know. But one other thing that I can promise you is that um, over the last 11 years, the Lord, I, I've had so many conversations with the Lord that were indisputable conversations, miracles. Uh, you know, I, like I said, if I wrote a book about it and I tried to put it in the nonfiction section, uh, whoever published the book would read it and say, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is like totally fiction. <laughs> they would, nobody would believe me. Um, but anyway, um, that's fine. Um, I, you know, if I learn something, I'm going to share. I've had people tell me, you know, you know what, Johnny, you you really need to like, you know, not, you know, the devil's going to take advantage of you and he's going to attack you. If you, if you wear your heart on your, on your sleeve, you know, you, there, there's a certain things you shouldn't say on the radio. And I'm like, baloney, the devil already knows everything that I'm saying. There's plenty of demons that are out to get me and attack me. I'm proactively using spiritual warfare prayers, very effective ones, by the way, uh, which I share on the prayer vigil on a regular basis. And um, I know they're effective. I know people that mm, uh, it, it's a long story, and I'm not going to get into it all, but I will tell you I know as a fact that they are exceedingly effective. Okay, my biggest enemy is myself. Okay, fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, and self-control, which I fail at miserably all the time. Don't I, kids? <laughs> I'm sure you know. If anybody knows, you guys know. So anyway, kids, I just wanted to apologize because I didn't have any understanding whatsoever of that joke about, you know, Elsa and this whole thing about let it go and all that kind of stuff from the movie Frozen or the children, whatever cartoon thing, Frozen, which, of course, to you all is like, you know, one of the biggest deals since, I don't know, they started making those kinds of whatever. Since the Lion King, right, kids? Oh. Okay, so you're not you're you're not liking it that I didn't get that joke, are you? You thought I should have got okay. Hey, well, you know I can't. Hey, I can't. You know I can't hit a home room run all the time. They say there's an old saying. You know, you put a thousand monkeys in a room with a typewriter, and sooner or later, one of them's going to type a line right out of a Shakespeare uh, play. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I got to get something wrong sooner or later. Oh, I know, oh, speaking of getting things wrong, um, you know, not because I especially like eating crow. Although now, see, I had to go back on my keto diet because I, for my birthday, I did cheat and have a little bit of a um, vanilla uh, birthday cake. Uh, and some calzone, so I really dorked it up, and I'm, you know, and, and I, I did some studying on that, and I always wondered to myself, when, at what point does your body pay the price for having a moment of overeating? Anybody know the answer to that? 
Paul. Believe it or not, I do. It took me a while to find it. But evidently, your body's maximum water and weight gain, or the, or if you will, the collective aggregate negative effects of a binge moment when you've been doing pretty good, you know, and maintaining blah, 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 and then all that kind of stuff. And then next thing you know, you say, ah, it's my birthday and I'm going to have a giant calzone and a big fat chunk of vanilla, you know, birthday cake. And um, the, the actual answer to that mystery is it about the, the end of the third day. Uh, when you wake up on the fourth day, that's when you're, you you won't be you go to take your ring off, you know, because you're trying you don't want to wear your ring in the shower and the ring don't come off no more. You know, you're at maximum water retention at that point. Uh, you're you know you're going to see the biggest hit on the scale about the morning, you know, the, the fourth morning, uh, and uh, and then you know in the meantime, hopefully you were you went back on keto. Uh, you're doing what you ought to be doing, maybe even working out, which would be very cool, or going for long walks and whatever. And um and you know and you get it back, but you know the one good thing about the crows is um. The crows are always going to be my best friend. And speaking of crows and speaking of kids, speaking of, speaking of all that, um, hey, the um, prophecy, sorry, my bad, my bad. I got my wires crossed because bon, Bonnie from Bond's blog has been putting out new prophetic words. But the one that I read, I mistakenly said was from Bond's blog. Was, but, but in fact, although there were a lot of similarities between the two, uh, the, the, uh, one, the one that I read uh, from March 9th of 2022, the hour is much, much later than you think evidently came from sister julie wedby which is really wonderful praise god um and um so as you know i've been very very discerning uh as of late we've taken a lot of pies in the face over the last 11 years um most of that is because god not because of it's not false prophecy it isn't like that it, it's complicated and i've covered that on prayer vigils and i've taught on it uh, in very de- you know from other sources and things like that that i've collected over the years but anyway um uh that that one was from uh, evidently um uh, behold i come which is wonderful and um and it it nailed it and it was uh a word that we all definitely needed to hear and was highly in alignment with the scripture praise god so i wanted to make that correction as well thank you jesus hallelujah now kids are you ready or what i mean you know, maybe i don't do if it, hey as long as it isn't like you know some you know animated movie or something from Pixar Studios or Disney Plus I might be able to get it right are you okay kids you want to try alright let's give it a try kids what do you think of that new diner on the moon what do you think of the new diner on the moon the food was good but there wasn't a lot of atmosphere <laughs> What do you think about that, kids? Not a lot of atmosphere on the moon, huh? Hey. Hey, kids, do you guys believe there is a lunar landing? Huh? Kids, do you believe that the Earth is flat? Because, you know, or do you think that they actually took 27 million photographs and altered them over the years? Or do you believe the world might be spherical in shape? What do you guys think? Oh, heck, we don't care, do we, kids? <laughs> it can be pink, purple, polka dotted, and triangular in shape as long as we all love one another, right? There we go. There we go. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the truth. 
Um, anyway, so and, and there's so many different dimensional ways that things can be looked at from this, from the eternal realm of our heavenly Father in the hologram that we are in right now. That there may be, I'm not even going to go there, but in this hologram, from this perspective, I, I like I said, I saw the space shuttle, the last um, night space shuttle launch, and people that believe the Earth is flat, of course, believe that there is no such thing as a space shuttle, and I'm like, sorry about that. Mm. Anyway. Been there, done that, seen it, know it's uh, whatever. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. So if I broke somebody's heart or they, you're mad at me, then just go ahead and click the off button. Never listen again, and that is fine. There's plenty, plenty of places you can listen if you want to, whatever. Um, and that's, you know, it, it, it just is what it is. But anyway, all right, so uh, I also wanted to share that there is a few more posts up on the beleaguered and beaten tribulation-now.org website. Who knows? Uh, I can pay $360 for a two-year subscription to some super advanced or web application firewalls and distributed denial of service attack uh, prevention systems if I so feel led. Um, most of the time, DDoS attacks cost something like $150 for seven days of an attack against a single IP address or, or, or domain name. And, um, you know, so they go away after a while. So I'm going to watch and see, but I don't think whoever doesn't like me or whoever decided to attack me probably really wants to pay that much jack to get rid of them. You know, it's just, it's, you know they're just trying to be irritating and whatever and whatever. If, if it was any kind of a real threat, Believe me, it'd be coming from a subpoena, and uh, and they wouldn't have anything to stand on. And if I would, don't don't get me wrong. I ask you to please always be praying for me. I definitely do not want anything like that to ever happen. This isn't about being flippant in any sense of the word. However, if it did happen. Boy, would I bring a lot of evidence to show the judge. But anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got terabytes of that stuff. I'd have lawyers going through that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But hopefully, in the name of Jesus, his divine protection will continue to protect. Because we've got work to do for the kingdom, and we don't need to be messing around with all that noise. It's just a bother. It's a waste of time. We got like hundreds of shape-shifting reptilians that are running the world right now, right into the ground. They're answering to Satan, who is appearing in boardrooms and talking before the same, a lot of the same people that attend the Bilderbergs and the Bohemian Grove creepy weirdness and all that weird, you know, the elites and Klaus Schwab and all that kind of weirdness. Speaking of which, oh, by the way, I did, I put a, like a mini article up. It's nothing really. It's just a snapshot of somebody going, what is going on here? Uh, because, you know, he captured a shot of Zelensky making one of his many uh, video pleading appearances for help. And he happened to notice that on Zelensky's green T-shirt was, you know, kind of like a sketched iron cross of the of the uh, Hitler's Nazis. And he's like, OK, now what's going on here? And he puts it up on Twitter. Now, of course, I will not look at the comments because the first thing you're going to see is some troll out of Langley going or some paid troll on the same street as Langley going, um, that was obviously um, uh, airbrushed on there from someone with Photoshop. You know, that's the favorite debunkers tool. Oh, it's Photoshop, 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 Photoshop. They don't even know. They probably never even seen Photoshop. They probably have no idea, but they know it's the golden word to use to debunk. 
Oh, you see two suns in the sky. The person's on a bus in Thailand. They're panning live with a video camera all the way to their left, and there's the sun. They pan their camera live all the way to the right, and there's the sun. But, oh, it's Photoshop. So, anyway, I put the image up there. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, it, it's to me, it's such a moot point. It's exasperating. It's exhausting. I don't even like talking about it. It's almost as bad as the pandemic. After a while, it's like, come on. But anyway, you know, I hope, I pray in Jesus' name that our Father has, in fact, pulled the big red lever. I pray in Jesus' name that we are in the last three and a half. I mean, I'm sorry, the first half of Daniel's 70th week, that, in fact, we have, uh, you know, we have started the progression into the second seal uh who knows how long that's going to last we don't know uh you know and then and we're we obviously see all of the workings the interworkings of the third seal in place the global financial collapse the pestilence the famine all the other stuff the olivet discourse mark mark 13 luke 21 uh, matthew 24 overlays right on top of revelation chapter 6 don't get confused and don't try to separate them and for Goodness sakes, please don't buy one of those thirty nine ninety five. you know, how learn revelation in 14 hours. <laughs> because you'll walk out of there so confused, you'll be like looking for my shrimp fork. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, I want to go ahead and play to while the system is working in such a fashion that I that it ought to work. I want to go ahead and play this. Uh, now, it's it's that guy, DP, and he's making fun, you know, ha ha hoo. But he's already getting ready. He's getting ready to get kicked off he knows he's going to get kicked off of youtube so he's like you know on almost every one of his youtubes now because he knows he's ratting out the devil um he um and he knows he's plucking the cords he figures he, his time is limited so of course at the end of all of his videos he's like and if you want to continue to listen to me long after i've been eradicated from the face of the earth here's a special sign up page so Anyway, people are all getting ready to get kicked off of Whereversville. And uh, but he, but listen, he, you know, this isn't just um, satirical. This is exceedingly accurate, amazing stuff. And because the mixer is working right now, uh, things appear to be working at the moment. Uh, I see that Sister Vera is starting to type something, which makes me nervous and makes me think that maybe something broke and I don't know it yet. Um, but anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and play this audio bite from um, JP, still crystal clear. Yay, that's good news. Um, from JP. But listen to what he's talking about. Now, granted, he's got the satire in there. That's his thing. That's his gig. That's his deal. All right. But this is one of the most complete compilations of the evil Nazi regime. And I do mean the Fourth Reich. Look, folks, it's so simple. But if you don't know your history, you're just not going to get it. Fatherland. Homeland Security. One and the same. FEMA camps, Nazi prison camps, death camps, one and the same. The elite. Oh, well, that would be the Nazi, um, you know, uh, whole thing about their their being the super or the super race or whatever the case is, you know, the the chosen race, uh, which was why Mengele was trying to make twins and all that kind of stuff and all that, you know, the whole deal, the elite, everything, eugenics. 
practiced by the Nazi Hitler Germany for the purpose of getting rid of the weak because they wanted workers in Auschwitz. They wanted people that could work for IBM and IG Farben because it's fascist and it was run by the businesses, which is exactly what Klaus Schwab wants now, the elite that are chosen by themselves to rule the world. It's called fascism. It's not any of this other noise. This is a rise of the Fourth Reich. Everything is lining up unbelievably just as just it's amazing. I mean, to me, it's amazing because I was reading articles about this 11 years ago. I just, But seeing it all happening right now is like, you know, I mean, really, at this, I mean, this is what it's like. I mean, it is literally kind of like one of these moments. Sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, That's how I feel like every time I wake up. I'm like, I look at this, like the alarm clock doesn't even, the Holy Spirit gets me up at like 4 o'clock, 4.30. Every single morning, I'm like, oh, man. And of course, you know, if I even so much as pull a blanket up over my head, my dogs are standing by that door. Anyway, so... There's no escape. There's no escape from being me. Help me. Oh. Yeah, you can say that again. (laughs) That was just a figure of speech, okay? So chill out there, little girl. Out for crying out loud. Somebody snap that doggone needle. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So anyway, let me just go ahead and play you this little ditty here. Uh, it, like I said, it's a funny JP satirical video, but my goodness, it's the biggest, b- biggest, baddest, bestest ever compilation of the World Economic Forum Nazi uh, world elite and their master plan to rule the world. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. All right, here we go. Hopefully it'll work. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing but it changes us. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact on your identity. Yeah. Editing your gene? Cool. I'll explain that later. But first, why do so many people consider this guy, Klaus Schwab, to be the most dangerous man in the world. Well, there's some reasons, a lot of them. You might remember Klaus Schwab as the puddle of liquefied feces who said, by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Translated, that probably means by 2030, he'll own everything and he'll be happy about it. But how does he expect you to own nothing and be happy about it? Oh, he's got a plan. Now, I'll tell you about it in a minute. But before I do, a little bit about Klaus Schwab. He's the author of COVID-19, The Great Reset. What a grand opportunity indeed. Oh, and his book was published on July 9th, 2020. <laughs> Wonder how he got it written and published that fast. It's almost like maybe he pre-wrote it before he started the pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic started. Old Klaus is also the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum, 
an organization that faces the public with very noble founding goals of creating a better world. Fearmongering about climate change and disease are big goals of theirs. Welcome to Davos. Just park your private jet over there and then go inside and pretend to be concerned about climate change. Klaus and the World Economic Forum want a worldwide digital ID system that determines your access to goods and services. It would monitor your online behavior, purchases, and biometrics. It kind of seems like he just wants to do away with the whole democratic process and give all the power to the state and whoever runs the state, the deep state. But that's based on both his words and actions, so it's probably an inaccurate observation. Was Dr. Evil's character based on this reptile? Mr. Schwab writes the following. Reptile, gotta One love it. One of the it. greatest lessons of the past five centuries in Europe and America is this. Acute crisis contribute to boosting the power of the state. It's always been the case, and there is no reason why it should be different with a <laughs> pandemic. Nobody ever elected Klaus Schwab to anything. This all just sounds like conspiracy, doesn't it? The World Economic Forum are good guys. Haven't you seen the headlines they pay for? Go green, right? Right? That's probably right. They truly are good guys. Accordingly, you'll be excited to hear that the lineup of World Economic Forum speakers at their annual gathering of elites in Davos included such benevolent humanitarians like Xi Jinping, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, who's currently committing genocide. Anthony Fauci, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity. And Bill Gates, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity. And Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity. What a great lineup! But my favorite economic forum speaker of all time is this reptile, Klaus Schwab's top advisor, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari, Let's see what he has to say. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Elites hacking organisms and re-engineering life itself? Well, He's not talking about doing that to people, is he? Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough, and nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments hear that? will be able Gestapo? to systematically hack all the people. Well, I guess he was talking about doing that to people. All people, to be specific. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed. Not playing God, are you? Because that usually works out super well. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. Oh, you are playing god. Say more. Evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds 
the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. Gosh, you wouldn't by chance have a plan in place on how to control people with your cloud technology, would you? And that plan isn't by chance already being implemented, is it? Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Oh, so you could implement it. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Sounds familiar. And I guess you are implementing it already. Didn't anyone bother telling this guy not to say any of this out loud on camera? It's, it's just it's a lot of evidence. Surveillance, people could look back in 100 years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin. My brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? This guy's revealing the whole plan. He's going to ruin it. The World Economic Forum, out for the good of humanity. You'll own nothing, not even your own DNA. We have our way. Now for some additional fun facts about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. They've got a Young Leaders Program, which is a five-year indoctrination program into their principles. The goal of the program is to create world leaders who don't answer to their people because they don't care about them. They answer to their bosses at the World Economic Forum. Graduates of the program include admirable world leaders that are suspicious preciously and locked up with a great reset, such as Justin Trudeau, Francis Macron, and Mark Zuckerberg. Sponsoring partners of the World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Program have been the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Google. I wonder why Google censors and shapes information to be in exact support of the World Economic Forum's narrative. Hmm. Oh, another fun fact. The World Economic Forum is predicting a worldwide cyber attack. I'm pretty much a wizard at predicting the things I'm going to do, too. The very concerned Schwab believes the cyber attack could bring a complete halt to our power grid, transportation, hospital services, and to our society as a whole. The World Economic Forum then simulated the cyber attack. Simulated or planned? I'm not sure, but they said it was a simulation, so it's probably best to just believe them. Oh, also the World Economic Forum, along with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, hosted Event 201, which oddly enough played out exactly as they planned, or simulated, or whatever. Let's move on. And here's a picture of Klaus Schwab sitting in front of his statue of Vladimir Lenin. I wonder why he's got a statue of one of the most murderous world leaders in history, Lenin killed an estimated 5 million people. And finally, remember Schwab's whole thing about you'll own nothing and be happy about it? What's the World Economic Forum's plan to make that happen? Well, it's probably nothing, but consider this. BlackRock is an investment firm with $9 trillion under management, which is a higher GDP than every country on Earth, aside from the U.S. and China. Therefore, it turns out BlackRock has more political and financial influence than the Federal Reserve and most governments. Sounds cool, but what's the connection with the World Economic Forum? <laughs> well, again, and it's probably nothing, but BlackRock CEO Larry Fink is also just a board member of the World Economic Forum. Well, that's super convenient. 
and probably just a coincidence, is the World Economic Forum and BlackRock colluding in corporatism, where an unelected corporate elite dictates top-down to the population? Well, they couldn't be doing that because they'd have to infiltrate the government, which they haven't done. Except for, in one of Joe Biden's first appointees once he took office, he named Brian Deese to be the director of National Economic Council. Brian Deese came from BlackRock, where he was a global head of sustainable investing, and now he's Biden's main advisor for economic policy. <laughs> but Biden's making the policy decisions, not the unelected corporate elites at BlackRock and the World Economic Forum. Of course Biden's making all the decisions. Let's not be silly. There's a picture of Biden in the audience at the World Economic Forum. Oh, and also Kamala Harris's chief economic advisor is Michael Pyle. He came from BlackRock, where he was a global chief economic strategist, overseeing the strategy for investing $9 trillion. Well, it looks like corporatism, but it's probably not. But if it was, it would actually be a viable strategy for BlackRock and the World Economic Forum to own everything and for you to own nothing. Oh, fun fact. BlackRock is buying up single-family homes at an alarming rate, oftentimes paying 20 to 50% above asking price, so normal people like you and I can't own the homes. Now, there is an interesting pattern to all this. You know how you hear about ancient tyrannical rulers who would rule over their dumb people by saying things like, yeah, if you don't do all of this slave labor and let me sleep with your wives, then God's going to make you all perish in a deadly storm. Well, God told me, and because I'm elite, I have access to this knowledge, and you don't. So you better do as I say, or you're going to die. Well, us peasants can't perceive what the king can, so we better do as he says. Go ahead and bang my wife. And thank you for doing it for my protection, King. Good old fear-mongering. A predictable pattern as old as time itself. But with Klaus and the World Economic Forum, it's climate change is going to kill you. Disease is going to kill you. And a cyber attack's going to get you. So you better do as we say, or you're going to die. I don't know. The weather looks pretty good to me. Why don't you ever smile, Klaus? You look like a sociopath. No, you don't understand. We elites have access to knowledge that you don't. So you better listen to us or you're going to die. Same old fun pattern of fear-mongering. They know of the scary problems and only they have the solutions. So listen up or you're going to die. <laughs> gotcha, Klaus. Nothing new here. We see you. In conclusion to the question, is Klaus Schwab the most dangerous man in the world? Here's his top guy again. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. It will indeed be over. If you outsource your thinking to outside influences and take the easy way out by choosing obedience over bravery. Doing so makes you very susceptible to being manipulated by fear. And if this happens, you will fail at remaining a free, sovereign individual. But here's how Schwab and his friends, who sociopathically never smile, fail at their great reset, and you succeed at remaining a free, sovereign individual. Be guided by your own critical thinking and what your heart and soul knows is right and choose bravery over obedience. Obedience or bravery? Outsource your perspectives or do your own critical thinking. We are in the process of either the Great Reset 
or the Great Awakening. And the choice isn't Klaus Schwab's. The choice is yours. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well done. Uh, and he breaks off into the uh, um, the uh, the piece where he explains that he he basically says in a funny, funny sort of way uh, that uh, he, he has a feeling he's going to be toast pretty soon. And then he gives you the opportunity to sign up for an account because he's getting ready to go ahead and set up evidently a private server uh, where they can censor him, you know, at least for the time being. Uh, you know, nothing's going to stop these animals from doing what it is they intend to do. Um, you know, it's, uh, there, there will be civil war, just like Dimitri Dudeman saw in his book uh, before, you know, in the book that he wrote, uh, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit entitled, uh, through the fire without burning, uh, David Wilkerson saw the same dynamics. I mean, my goodness, just going through all of the stuff that David Wilkerson saw in his book, the vision in 1973 would take what five radio shows probably. And that of course lines up with tons of stuff. Um, you know, the Randy Hecker vision and oh my gosh the list just goes on and on so um yeah we got a bunch of stuff plus you know at the end of the day um guess what <laughs> you gotta love the last uh, verse of uh you know revelation chapter 6 verses t- uh, 12 through 7 uh you know 17 uh where you uh you know the day of the lord and how the lord says hey you know essentially all you guys hiding in, underneath the rocks he's talking about the deep underground military bases he's going to make sure when that he <laughs> you can pretty much believe that when that meteor hits it's off the coast of Puerto Rico to kick off the day of the Lord. It's going to be bad enough to just completely cave in those deep underground military bases or, you know, so um, uh, at least pretty much that's what the Bible says, as far as I can tell. All right. So, you know, how many of them survive? We don't know. All right. So praise God. We'll just have to wait and see. Some of them do. I mean, really, when you think about it, um, a lot, a lot of people, a lot, 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 a lot of people out of the 8 billion, 8.3 billion that are on the earth today survive all the way through the war of Armageddon all the way to the point they they survive as regular humans regular humans maybe even unbelievers well definitely unbelievers a whole bunch of them even when the new Jerusalem descends from the sky adorned as a bride yeah for the millennial role imagine that it's not a whole bunch of light beings walking around going hey in the name of Jesus you squirrels run up a tree because we're ruling and reigning no, it's a big deal. Thousand years. Can you imagine that? Man, that I just oh, after going through all the stuff that we're gonna have to go through, somehow being on the earth oh, with, you know, surviving humans after Armageddon, Gog and Magog, Satan being left out again for a second time and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Forgive me, Lord, but it doesn't sound especially appealing right now. All right. Thank you, Jesus. But at least with any anointing and blessing from God, oh, hallelujah, maybe we'll be adorned as a bride on that new Jerusalem, and it won't be a big deal to have to deal with that thousand years. Maybe it'll just go by in a twinkling of an eye. That'd be nice. All right. Praise God. And on that note, let's go ahead and blast through the rest of the news and then bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Sixteen thousand foreign fighters, foreign volunteers, foreign volunteer fighters, want to fight for Russia in Mos- uh, in the Ukraine, according to Moscow. 
Now, anyway, I was listening to, to some uh, dis, uh, some uh, uh, documentary type information from some highly reputable sources, uh, and it uh, the one thing that's bad about the whole not you know idea about freedom fighters and foreign fighters and foreign volunteers and everything. Once, what a lot of people don't realize is that there are rules, you know, rules of war, rules of engagement, um, you know, going all the way back to the Nuremberg trials and all, you know, and and all that. All right. Now, um, and those rules don't apply to freedom fighters. Okay. So whenever there are foreign fighters that join a particular war, you know, it doesn't matter. They don't, they're no longer protected under the Geneva Convention. Okay, and and so what ends up happening is you'll see, you'll see things happen, and I, I'm going to tell you straight up, you're going to see things. It's already happened, by the way. Uh, Russia has uh, in their movement now. Russia has already taken, just so you know, they've already taken more land in uh, control of more land in the Ukraine uh, than uh, Hitler's entire army did in its Blitzkrieg towards Stalingrad. All right, I just want you, you know. So there's some simple, interesting facts. And imagine how teeny weeny uh, the percentage of uh, artillery and uh, tactical methods that are being used. Russia, you know, is obviously trying very desperately not to kill, you know, to avoid hurting as many. You know, they're doing everything they can to avoid hurting the civilians. Um, you know, they're just really they just want to get rid of the Nazis. Think about it. If you understand the Nazi ideology, and these are real, true, absolutely true, blue not swastika wearing. They they don't they don't. Not only do they wear the wear the swastika sim- symbolism on their clothing and uniforms, but uh, and uh, they actually tattoo them, uh, you know, ostentatiously on their bodies all over. These these are some of the most these a lot of these people that are Nazis, you know, Nazi nationalist fighters in Ukraine, which are by the bazillions and millions probably. Uh, I'm sure that it's probably at least that much. Um, they are these are some they make Hitler's worst most deadly Nazis that ever existed during World War II, they make them look like a bunch of little, white, soft, furry kittens that purr when they sit on your lap. These are some bad hombres. And they will slaughter anybody and anything that they have to to survive. And they're embedded into Zelensky's government. And Zelensky doesn't, even if Zelensky wasn't one of them, which he is, and they knew it. Our government, the United States government of Babylon the Great, knew that when they put Zelensky in office. The proof is out there. It's clear as a bell. Then, you know, guess what? Oh, well. You know, and so so even if Zelensky had this, like, sudden come-to-Jesus moment and he decided he was going to cut a deal with, you know, Putin and say, okay, yeah, we'll go ahead and meet you in the middle. We're going to go ahead and, you know, disavow our uh, alliance to the Nazi, neo-Nazi, you know, gazillions of people that we have that are in the government, that are intertwined. That, you know, that would be like kind of saying – Hey, Putin, you know what? You know, we, we dig what you're saying, and we think it's a pretty good deal, so we're going to go ahead and get rid of the Pope. We're going to get rid of Hillary, Hillary Clinton. We're going to get rid of the Bushes. We're going to get rid of Bohemian Grove. We're going to get rid of Satan himself. We're going to do all that kind of stuff because we want to cut a deal with you. He can't do it. It's like a cancer. It's already through and through his body. It's completely embedded into their government. Even if they tried to cut a deal, it would not be a deal at all. 
Now, just imagine with that level of hatred, which is what they have, this is hatred that is so seething that they will chop the head of a baby off and laugh about it. I'm not exaggerating. I've seen the footage. Now, I'll tell you, I could tell you worse, but I'm not going there. Now, anyway, so here's the thing. Imagine if these entities get a hold of a nuke. You think they're going to hesitate to launch it against Moscow? They'll be jumping for joy. It'll be the greatest day. It's, it's, it's worse than Iran and Israel fighting. So anyway, you know, again, I, you know, I'm not saying Putin's a great guy. I don't think there's anybody who's good out there. I mean, the only one, you know what? We're not from here. We are citizens of heaven. We are sojourners. We are watching God's movie unfold. I have no allegiance. It makes me nauseous to see a churchianity church in the United States of Babylon the Great flying American flags. I don't like seeing anybody that calls themselves a pastor or a servant of God flying an American flag, because if they're doing that, they're forgetting that there are 195 other countries and that we are all part of the body of Christ. And that, to me, makes me nauseous, and I'm putting it lightly. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, I just wanted to, you know, make it, make it clear that I'm not saying that I, you know, although Putin, although Snowden's got a pretty good deal going on with Putin right now, him and his wife in a house that Putin bought for him and everything. I don't know. I, but anyway, I'm not saying anybody's good or bad or this, that, and the other thing. I'm just letting you know why. You know, when you see that there are, you know, ceasefires called, those ceasefires are being called by Russia. There is a, I guarantee it. There, you, all you got to do is look at all the warmongering going on, even right now in front of your very eyes. If you're watching CNN, MSNBC, any of them, and they're lying. They have entire studios set up. I got proof of it on tribulation-mail.org. That's why they took me down for four days. They don't want that information out, and that's just tough bananas. All right, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Russian Security Council draft resolution seeks ceasefire to allow Ukrainian citizens to evacuate. That's a fact. Um, in in Maripol, uh, before they bombed the uh, – uh, no, it was uh, – I think it was right after the, not, the Ukrainian Nazis bombed the apartment complex, the five-story apartment complex. Of course, they got all of their weaponry and missile launchers, and they're using the people as human shields. They're slaughtering the kids, and, 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 and Russia's sitting back going, okay, now what are we going to do? They're spending more time trying to get people to safety than they are actually moving forward. This would be over right now if they weren't trying to put out fires at nuclear power plants that were set by Nazis. But I'm not frustrated. Not at all. <laughs> oh, boy, whatever. It's just, it's, just makes you just want to uh, – anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. All right. North Korea plans a monster missile missile launch by April, according to uh, analysts. So, and there's all kinds of reports out there that are saying things like, well, while the whole world's over here looking at Ukraine, uh, you know, North Korea is getting ready to launch their first nuclear-capable intercontinental ballistic missile, and blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing, dubbed the, this, it's good. they call it the monster missile. Do, do, do. It's the monster missile. Yeah. Well, we already know they're a major player. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there are um, agreements, you know, um, pacts 
uh, uh, government arrangements. Now, I've talked about this a bunch of times. If you don't know about BRICS, I'm about to introduce you to BRICS. Uh, but this has been going on for 10 years. You know, well, at least eight years for sure. I'm pretty sure it's been about eight years. Um, and if not, not a lot less. It's been a long time that BRICS has been in place. And, and so what we have right now is a massive financial alliance between Russia. I don't care what anybody says out there. This is a fact. And the data is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And this program has been talking about it for years and years and years and years because the things that are happening today are no big surprise, except none of us saw it coming in the form of the Ukraine deal. But we knew what was coming. We knew the coming of the Fourth Reich. We knew, uh, you know, about the hacking of, the, of, of humans and turning them into, uh, you know, essentially mind-controlled zombies, which they're doing with the media already. But they're getting ready to do it through all the creepy, weird stuff they're putting in the mRNA vaccines. That is if you survive them. But what do they care? Because they're doing Nazi eugenicism, which it includes making women unable to have babies. Uh, it includes reducing the population surreptitiously so that they have plausible deniability because because the person is dying of leukemia three uh, months later uh, after they got the, 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 the booster. Like I said, I just had another friend, of, a very close friend of the family, almost a relative really, um, die. Because her doctor told her, you need to go get a booster shot. Well, she got the J&J originally, and she was doing just fine. No problem there, because there is no mRNA in the J&J. And I'm not pushing it, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, if you've got to pick the lesser of two evils, for crying out loud, this isn't exactly a algebra test here, okay? And then her doctor comes along and goes, no, you got to go get it. you got one of the Pfizer and the Moderna. Three days later, dead. And I'm not happy about it. She was like one of my favorite people ever to go up and see at Christmas time. Next up, the Epic Times, United Airlines lets workers who didn't get the COVID-19 vaccine to return to work. Well, what do you know? Kids, what do you think about that? (laughs) Uh, I just wish this whole thing would come to an end so I didn't have to even consider running through airports. You know, maybe the next time I have to run through an airport, God will just, I don't know. I don't whatever. I won't say it. I've already been down that street like 10 billion times. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Russian um, uh, 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 MOD, um, uh, Ministry of Defense on United States Biolabs announces one goal was to create bioagents that can target. Oh, listen to this. Certain ethnic groups. We have talked about this on the radio show with Dr. Joy and Brother Zen Garcia. I don't even know how many times. Yep. To be able to wipe out. Now, that's what true genocide means. Genocide is not the act of wiping out a whole bunch of people. Genocide, okay, the word genocide, the root word is genetics. Get it? Genocide. Get it? All right. And genocide is intended to wipe out a particular ethnic group. Well, Russia already got the evidence on paper. Of course, nobody at the United Nations is going to pay any attention to them anyway. The whole the, the, the thing is fixed. 
It's, it's, it's more fixed than the Trump election was. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Ukrainian nationalists having attacked substations supplying power to Chernobyl and uh, nuclear power plant, Russian uh, Ministry of Defense says. Now, of course, that's the opposite of what the lying West with their people in the body bags behind the Fox News reporter, which I have posted for you to vi- guess what? See, I'm not even I'm not even leaving it up on YouTube, folks. I'm downloading the MP4s, and then I am uploading the raw video to my web server. It ain't going away. And you can go and see the Fox News reporter with the people that are dead in the body bags, one person in particular moving around. I guess they were uncomfortable. Maybe they had an itch. Who knows? But then another person runs across right beyond the Fox News reporter, just like Building 7. Okay, you know, this is unbelievable. And then they're like zipping back up the bag. Hey, man, you're supposed to be acting like you're dead. You're messing it all up. Well, guess what? It got caught on film. And oh man, the, the evidence is just absolutely. It's it, you. You really. I. I just. Words cannot describe how frustrating it is to try to get through to people. Uh, but you know that's why I put the website up. And praise God, it's still up there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love it. Uh, I I love all of you that take the time to even mention me in your prayers. Praise God. It's probably the only reason I'm alive. All right. Next thing up. Um. Uh. Oh. 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 Listen to this. I am not passing judgment. I am going to make a report. You can listen to it yourself and pray for this individual. But I have a YouTube video right here from the 700 Club. It's Pat Watt Robertson. God bless him. And it's entitled, Let's Threaten to Nuke Russia. I don't know. Maybe his What Would Jesus Do bracelet fell off this morning or something. I I just don't understand it. Next one up. Insider reports, Biden says United States will send its most cutting-edge systems to the Ukraine, including drones, anti-tank weapons, guns, to fight Putin's depraved onslaught. Can anyone say Lend-Lease Act? Does anybody know what Lend-Lease Act is? The article actually says Biden says he is authorizing $800 million worth of security assistance for the Ukraine, bringing the total to $1 billion just this week alone. Included in the military package are 800 aircraft systems, 9,000 anti-armored systems, 7,000 small arms like machine guns, grenades, grenade launchers, pistols, shotguns, and 20 million rounds of ammunition. More specifically, the administration said the package will include Javelin anti-tank missiles, Stinger anti-aircraft missiles, uh, um, uh, similar shoulder-fired AT-4 weapons, effective against armored vehicles, mortar rounds, body armor, and helmets. Now, let me tell you how it works. So you think a 15-year-old girl, okay, you know, growing up in the Ukraine and everything, and let's say she's 100% Ukrainian, she doesn't speak Russian at all, and she's like scared about, you know, the whole Putin thing and all that. She wants to get out of there, but but whatever. They're trying to pretend like they're giving these people like weapons. They're like putting them on TV and all that kind of stuff. It's such a movie setup. It's unbelievable. But anyway, let's look at the really big picture for just a second. These Nazi entities were, and of course, with the help of NATO and other, you know, great democratic agencies are out there, you know, um, giving all this stuff to those who are going to fight on behalf of, quote, the Ukraine, all right? Let's just leave it at that. 
Now then, let's analyze who these people actually are. Now, yes, you have regular Ukrainian army nationals. I'm sorry, I don't want to say the word national in that sentence. Just regular Ukrainian army. Okay, They're not the bad guys. They're just trying to protect their own home, and they don't really understand all the dying, all that kind of weirdness. They, they probably just have no idea. All right, you've got the Nazis, which is probably the vast majority of the, Ukraine, the Ukrainian army, which are using human shields, putting – they're doing everything that Gaza does. I had said to one, one person I was having a conversation with today, I said, if, 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 if Putin acted on the Ukraine the same way that Israel acts on Gaza when they have had enough – this would have been over a long time ago. Just with their missile batteries alone, without even barely going a mile inland, they could level the whole country. And I'm not talking about nukes. So anyway, you know, I'm not – the point is this. All this billion dollars worth of advanced weaponry – now remember what happened in Afghanistan – Okay, and remember how Trump threw a fit over, and he's still throwing the same fit about the millions and 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 millions of dollars of extremely advanced American military equipment that was left behind. Why was he upset? Because, you know, whether he's good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, at the end of the day, he was right because it's going to end up in the hands of bad people. And those bad people are going to give it to other bad people, and those bad people are going to give it to other bad people, and it's going to move all across. It's going to go into Iran. It's going to go all across into the various proxy agents, and, and, and it's just going to spread all across. the, the, the and Now aircraft are going to get shot down. People, you know, people are just going to be flying to go visit their mom on their birthday, and it's like, you know, and, you know it's, it, folks. They're going to be giving them to Nazis. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to look at this weapon. They're going to go, wait a minute, this, this missile launcher is worth a million dollars on the black market. Here, okay, we'll take three or four of them. That's about all we need right now, but let's take these and sell them. What about the mercenaries that are coming in there from what whatever satanic group that are being paid to do? What do they get? They're going to, a million bucks, $250,000 for this thing. They're going to grab crates of these things. They're going to take them into the underground tunnels, and they're going to ra- they're going to black market them out to very very evil people. <laughs> oh, oh well. Hey man, <laughs> at least I can say I tried. All right, next thing you know, our uh, next one up. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. USGS reports 7.3 magnitude earthquake. And by the way, this is after you know, pretty much they did downgrade it a little teeny weeny bit down to a 7.2 in some measurements, but it hit right uh, just about the same place as the last real big one did off the coast of Fukushima. Unfortunately, or not unfortunately, but it seems at least as of last time I checked that the the actual tsunami measurements, e.g., the buoys going up and down that kind of thing, uh, is only a few centimeters. So evidently this was – who knows? But uh, anyway, that just reporting it. Leave it at that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Two cases of unidentified COVID variant discovered in Israel. Oh, no, there's another. There's not one, but there's now two more. Two Israelis who returned from Israel from abroad were found to have been carrying a combination of Omicron and the infection BA.2 variant of COVID. We haven't heard much about that one. Haven't heard much about that. You know, we don't know what they're going to bring out. What are they going to do? And you know what? They don't really need much of anything. 
You know, right now they could just pretty much the, the way people are gobbling up the Belize Kool Aid right now. All they'd have to do is come out on their narratives and all their lying channels and tell everybody that all Easter, all ch- chocolate black, cho- you know, uh, chocolate chocolate and, and white chocolate Easter bunnies are deadly poisonous, and they will cause people to break out with blisters and die in 24 hours. And you know what? Not a single one. They wouldn't sell a single bunny. Because everybody would be like, oh, no, they got into our Easter candy. So, whatever. The whole world's mind-controlled. It's a lonely, lonely place to take the red pills. I used to like to say all the time, you know, ignorance is bliss, and I'm the happiest guy on the block. I wish I could still say that. Oh, well, whatever. First Corinthians 8.2, if anyone thinks they know anything, they know what? Nothing yet, as they ought to know, right? Amen? Get us out of here, Lord, please, in Jesus' name. Next one up. Zelensky holds talks with three European leaders. But you can believe that when he's having those talks, he's got one of his Nazi leaders sitting right there in the room with him, staring at him with satanic red glowing eyes. Dun, dun, dun. Next headline, 161,000 face catastrophic levels of hunger in Yemen. And by the way, they're also reporting in an unlimited, seemingly unlimited number of articles all over the world that the, and then they give you reasons why they explain, you know, the global uh, food chain shortages, the, 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 the fires, the, the massive uh, droughts that are occurring in the United States accompanied, of course, by massive flooding of company by course by, you know, and it's just, it's just a never ending. I mean, right now, we could do easily, very, very easily, honestly. I could, I, did, I could go out and just do searches on um, very credible articles, read you the articles from all around the world, including the Ukraine, by the way, which is one of the largest bread baskets in the world. Their wheat supply to the world food uh, 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 conglomerate, if you will, uh, is one of the largest in the world, no doubt. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, uh, so – just add it to the list. Look at all the things that Jesus said in the Olivet Discourse. Pestilence, famine, signs in the sun and the moon and the stars, seas roaring. Somebody showed me a, a photograph, uh, uh, Brother Tramil over from in Belgium. He's like, what's this? He's pointing to, you know, they're, they're like a big round of a circle of light in the sky. And I'm like, oh, I've only seen like 500 of those in the last 11 years. So I'm like, hey, dude. Signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. He's roaring. And he said, well, it looks like a giant portal to me. And I'm like, okay, then it's a giant portal. <laughs> Whatever. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just want to get off this alien demon festival rock. Don't you, kids? Man, oh, Daisy. Hallelujah. Next one up. Sputnik International. Deep sinkholes. And by the way, you can confirm, you know, the... Anyway, deep sinkholes found deep beneath the Arctic Ocean. Scientists speculate about what caused them. I don't. They can speculate all they want. It's called Planet X, Nibiru. What do you think a swastika is? It's called a black sun. Go out and do your homework. Swastikas are black suns. If you go out and search on symbols for black suns uh, or symbols for swastikas, if it's, they're taking it down now, they're censoring it out. I used to be able to find it on my first hit. Now it's a lot harder. 
but because they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know the Denver airport uh, uh, runways from the sky are in the shape of a swastika. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know about the deep underground military bases. They don't want you to know about the alien, the military extraterrestrial industrial complex. They don't want you to know about the Grayada Treaty. They don't want you to know about all those things. They don't want you to know that they've been experimenting with alien-human hybrids, and they're walking amongst us. They're doing ah oh oh I I maybe I need to just like I don't know do like a series of reruns for a while just to catch everybody up on all the creepy stuff we covered in 2012, 2013, and 2014, et cetera, et cetera. And oh man, unbelievable stuff. And a lot of it's you know already kind of like old news now. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. German RWE warns of unimaginable and unimaginable consequences and lasting damage from energy embargo against Russia. Oh, and by the way, the Nord Stream 2 thing, you know, and the gas going into Germany and all that kind of stuff, they're still right in the middle of all this stuff. You know, if, if Putin was... As incredibly evil. Oh, by the way, Biden came out and officially announced that he is now a war criminal. So they're looking for every reason they can to hang him and kill him and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff. They're all they're all dark, but there's some that are darker than others, right? But anyway, you know this this is what. They got the Nord Stream to operate. There's gas pumping. The, you know, the, 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 the point I'm trying to make is that if this was a real war situation, Russia would have cut everything off. It's us that's doing all the cutting off, and it's us that's shooting ourselves in the foot and the head. And it's actually not us. It's the shape-shifting reptilian that refers to itself as Biden while it's walking down the, the, the west uh, you know, um, uh, you know, um, side of the uh, White House in the middle of the night after the Ritalin wears off and uh, suffering from Crohn's disease, essentially, a dementia-induced Crohn's disease. And, and, and you know, Secret Service agents are having to follow him around with a dustpan and, and, and you know, steam cleaners. This is a disgusting situation. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Putin, the uh, pro, uh, pro-Nazi regime in Kiev could get nuclear weapons in the foreseeable future to target Russia. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, let's just hope they don't have them. And anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. West global political and economic dominance ends, according to Putin, which basically he's right because there is what's known as BRICS. And I'll get to that in a second, and then you will have a deeper understanding of what's actually going on. The collapse of the petrodollar is imminent. This is part of the plan. It has nothing to do with the Ukraine. It has nothing to do with Russia. This has everything to do with the third seal, and it has everything to do with the plan that Obama had in place to destroy the United States of America as the Antichrist while he is controlling Biden like a puppet. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one up. Lavrov says, Ukraine can't have weapons that pose a threat to Russia. Boy, that – thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> you know? But, of course, you know, anybody that would you – know. look, we've been talking about this on the air for, uh, on the air for what, what, five, six, seven years? About, the, you know, Russia being completely surrounded by NATO weapons? The SM-2, the SM-3 can be retrofitted with nuclear tactical nuclear warheads. They got them in the FAD missile system. They're in all the NATO places. They're completely surrounded by them right now, and now they're drawing a line in this and they're saying, you know what, we're not going to let these Nazis launch a, a nuclear bomb or whatever, at, you know, because they're in, because if you're on the East Coast, if you're over by Donbass and you've got one of those missile launchers, you can hit Moscow. 
No wonder they're going in. I mean, it's just a miracle that they waited as long as they did. All right, next one up. Outlines of potential Ukraine peace deal are revealed by Russia. Now, that one there makes me nervous. Only in the sense that things only get worse much faster. And, you know, that's okay, whatever. I, you know, we're watching the Lord's movie unfold, praise God. I hope that we are in the last, or the first three and a half years so we can get out of here, praise Jesus. Um, you know, and whatever God wants to do. Praise his holy name. Father, your will be done. Looks like you're, you've pulled the big red lever and the judgments are moving forward. Hallelujah. But, you know, the whole idea of them setting up a peace deal, anybody that knows anything at all about war history, peace deals are not worth the paper they're written on. <laughs> okay? They're not. Period. As a matter of fact, well, I, I could go into all kinds of, but anyway, whatever. Okay, next one up. Putin loses general and SWAT team as hero of Russia warns of horrifying death toll. And yes, the fact of the matter is that now it's gotten to the point where uh, the Russian army is losing generals because they're getting fragged. Now, if you don't know what fragging is, it was a term that was invented essentially for Vietnam, when they would send a, you know, lieutenant from West Point to come in and replace somebody who had died. And the guy would have like no experience. And he's like walking around going, oh, no, no. And, you know, a couple of bombs go off and he's like sitting there crying like a baby. And there's a whole platoon of guys standing there going, we're all going to die. And, you know, fragging came about as a, from Vietnam because they kept sending these, these brand new lieutenants into war. And then the lieutenants would just blindly take anyone, you know, the commanders that are like, you know, 30, 40 miles back further, you know, and their little command, you know, underground, and they're like, you know, on a radio, they're saying, take the hill, Hamburger Hill, take the hill, Hamburger Hill, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And the first lieutenant will go to the platoons, and he would say, hey, everybody, we got to go take that hill. Well, you know, then, you, then you've got these senior, you know, the master sergeants and sergeants and stuff. Depending on how many people died in the platoon, and then um, uh, and and they they're highly experienced. They've been, some of them been there on second tour or, or several years, and they're like, we're, "That's a death. We're we're all going to die. We're all going to die." They all know it, so they get together in a corner, real quietly, and they talk to them. They go like, "This lieutenant's got to go. He's going to kill us all. He's got a brain the size of a hollow pea." And then they frag him. They roll a grenade in in the middle of the night, and they blame it on you know. The other guys. That's called fragging. Well, guess what? That's starting to happen right now to some of the generals in the Russian army. Why? Well, obviously, because there they, there are certain – look. Okay, so when the members of various platoons and of regiments of men believe that they're being sacrificed or sent to their death, they get afraid. Now, if they think they're under proper command and that the, the, and that the, thing, the commands that they're being given are solid commands, they will typically be pretty brave and they will do what they are told. But when they lose faith in the person who's running the operation, which to them is their general or whoever they're fragging, the, what happens is they will frag the person, take them out, because they perceive the incompetence coming from that individual. Now, here's the bigger picture. 
The problem is Putin is spending so much time, the Russian army, if you will, is spending so much time mopping up the damage, trying to open up humanitarian corridors, trying to get the people out of places like Maripol and other, and other towns, trying to get them out. And guess what? When they're, when they're literally taking their children and their wife and their husband, and they're grabbing their one little suitcase, and they're running out to try to get outside of the town because it's the only chance they have of survival, the Nazis in the neo-nationalist Ukraine army are shooting them in the back. Look, I have communications, live communications with, with people that I, I talk to that are in the Ukraine. Okay, they're getting direct information. They have blogs and social media outlets, and they're talking about what they're seeing. They're taking films of it. They see the people getting shot in the back. And listen, I'm telling you, if Putin wanted to level the Ukraine, he could have done it a long time ago. If he did one one hundredth of the evil things that the lying Western media is telling everybody, then the Ukraine would just be a dust bowl right now. The only thing we would hear was, and there'd be a couple of dudes riding on a horseback going, didn't this used to be the Ukraine? (laughs) Whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next thing up. All right. Panic buying spreads in the Middle East as Russian invasion sparks fear over food and fuel. Have you noticed the food going up in price here? I I, I don't buy that much food because, you know, I, I can survive forever on a couple of hot dogs and a can of tuna. But um, but anyway, isn't that weird? You know, all of us people that gain weight easily, you know, we look at a table of food and we instantly gain like five pounds. Believe it or not, that's called that's called a, a, a very high efficiency metabolism. Now, you might say that seems like a misnomer. It seems like you're, if your metabolism is high efficiency, then it would burn food really well and you'd stay thin all the time. No, that's not how it works. It's kind of like being having a, the metabolism of a Datsun B210. Okay, and I don't know if you, how many of you remember that, but it was like one of the most popular selling cars in the 70s and maybe even in, in all-time history. Okay, because it got, it got incredible. 32 miles to the gallon for 1970s was absolutely unbelievable. And it was this very, very popular car. And I'm, here's the thing. When you have that kind of fuel efficiency and you overfill the gas tank, even though every other person at the entire table is eating three times more food than you are. When you eat half your plate, it doesn't have any place to go. The Datsun B210 gas tank is full after the fifth bite. But you really, really like, you know, your shepherd's pie. And you're going, wow, this is really good. So you eat almost as much as what's on your plate, which, by the way, is three gas tanks more than you needed. (laughs) Okay, where does it go? Well, the Datsun B210 case, it just drips out on the ground and runs down the street and somebody calls the cops on you. But in our case, (laughs) we look at the food and we, you know, it's like, oh, look, there's a vanilla cake. Uh oh. You know, and then so whatever. All right, praise God. Next one up. North Korea may be gearing up for a full ICBM attack when the United States' attention is focused elsewhere. Sleight of hand. Who, who do we know? Well, who cares? We know already know what's going to happen with North Korea. We already know what's going to happen with North Korea. Next up. Breitbart reports British Airways and Virgin Atlantic embrace freedom to remove your masks during 
airplane flights. Oh, this is just, oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Oh, come on, for crying out loud. There we go. Freeze on Russian reserves domino that may topple the, United, uh, the, the dollar. They're talking about the petrodollar. World Reserve status, German media warns. So this is the German media saying, oh, no, oh, no, all these, you know, sanctions and things that you're doing to, to Russia, you're going to collapse the petrodollar. It's going to take us down to uh, the European Union. We're all going to go down. We're going. We're sinking. Oh, goodbye, cruel world. Bricks. Bricks. BRICS is the acronym coined to associate the major emerging economies, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The BRICS members are known for their significant influence on regional affairs. Since 2009, the governments of the BRICS states have met annually at formal summits. India hosted the most recent which was the 13th BRIC summit on the 9th of September of 2021. Originally, the first four were grouped as BRIC, or the BRICs before the introduction of South Africa, and BRICs have combined an area of 39,746,220 square kilometers, or 15,346,101 square miles, and an estimated total population of 3.21 billion. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah, Putin and Xi Jinping are over there going, oh, no, the ruble's only worth a penny. We're doomed. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <sighs> And that's just the major contributors of BRICS. That's not even talking about the other ones. All right, praise God. Next one up. Goodbye, petrodollar. Riyadh reportedly weighs accepting Chinese yuan for oil purchases. Wait a minute. This can't be because Riyadh is located in where? Saudi Arabia. Well, Saudi Arabia is where we're trying to talk them into giving us a little bit more oil because we cut off our oil pipelines on purpose. Saudi Arabia takes the yuan. Game. Over. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Next one up. Senate passes bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. I, I hey, I'm totally cool with that because the longer it stays dark in the morning time, more time I got to spend in the secret place of the Most High in prayer because it's just very distracting to have those darn dump trucks and you know uh, garbage you know on beep 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 you know just I don't know anyway. Next one up. China says no one and no force could stop it from taking Taiwan as 13 jets breach Taiwan airspace. Um, I don't think they're kidding. <laughs> right. And there's more mercenary reports and a whole bunch of other stuff. But anyway, it's mostly everything that we've already covered tonight. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. There's never enough time. Hallelujah. We'll go ahead and bring on Brother Robert. Um, we should be able to, well, we'll be able to go for the full hour uh, at least. Um, we did get cut off on the last show. Apologies for that. But everything was like totally breaking down, as you know. And I had to call in. And I, I can't get into the specifics of BTR and how it works. But the bottom line is, if the, if the main host line is not live connected, to the program, which it wasn't at the time, I had to call in over a phone. Then guess what? 
There is no OT. It says, thank you for calling Blog Talk Radio. Have a good night. And he just clicks the button and everybody goes home. I didn't remember that because it was the first time. Well, whatever. All right, praise God. Let's bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Hallelujah. Here we go. Hello, uh, Brother John. How hey. are you? I'm doing good. You're sounding good. Great right, eyed uh, Coming in I loud and clear. Okay. I must say a lot has happened since our last time because I thought Russia would never invade um, Ukraine, and they did in, in less than a week after. So, I. Uh, but I must say. Uh, in the end, with the whole Ukraine-Russia, we talk about two two brothers in Athens, or cousins, that's Slavic cousins that are fighting. And another thing, of course, when we take about what Mida says about the bio labs, people seem to forget that the Ukraine, at least till the 1990s, was the former Soviet, Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union, like the U.S., and the country that I'm in, the UK and other countries, were also heavily involved in bioweapons. So, so yeah, people shouldn't be, uh, I mean, everyone is now flabbergasted about it and we should invade for that reason, but there has been so much uh, corruption over the last, uh, what is it, 30 years now that Ukraine became independent. And also, did again is another distraction, because I'm not sure if your listeners have noticed, COVID went out of uh, fashion, if you know what I mean. And suddenly, they needed a new uh, fear uh, item, and that became now, of course, uh, Russia with uh, Ukraine. Not to mention... Well... both you know what? Leaders, corruption's but... been going on, man. Corruption's been going on forever. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, not not to be facetious about it, but it goes it goes back before Atlantis. It goes back before Lemuria yeah. and Mirror. I mean, you know, you know how it is. I mean, the same. It has been, it's been long before even Adam and Eve, really. When you think about it, I mean, it, but but you know, the funny thing about this whole thing is that I learn something every day, and there are Ukrainian. A lot of people might not not know this. But I, I'll let you know it because if I learn it, I'll share it with you because, you know, whatever. Um, but there are Ukrainian Ukrainians and there are Russian Ukrainians. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. The, the people that the, – the Ukrainian Ukrainians, a lot of them don't speak Russian. Some of them are bilingual and do speak Russian. Um, but uh, the, uh, the Ukrainian Ukrainians that don't speak Russian are Ukrainian. And so, of course, they fear – you know, they, they may fear Russia. Let me just put it that way. They might if they believe the baloney that the West is pumping out there, okay? And, of course, how are they to know – well, the smart, let's put it this way. The smart ones that have known and have lived alongside of the Nazi atrocities that have been happening now for the last 60, 70 years in the Ukraine since Hitler, okay, folks, they're, they're, they're awake and aware. They know. So they can be Ukrainian Ukrainians, 
And they're still happy that it's getting flushed out because they know Zelensky is corrupt. They know uh, they've seen people, they've seen buildings get burned down. They've seen people being slaughtered and set on fire in the streets. They've seen it throughout their entire lives. And if they have even a tiniest little bit of a normal heart of a human being inside of them, they would be against it, even if they were Ukrainian. Ukrainians. Okay, so at the end of the day, this is still a big wag the dog puppet show going on from the West uh, to control. It's really all part of the whole reset 2.0 deal. They're trying yeah, to push. It, it, you know it is. I mean? Because the whole COVID reset went uh, down the drain with Omicron. Um, I saw an interview uh, with a uh, British doctor, or he's a professor in, uh, in nursing. He trains nurses, and he had an interview of Bill Gates. And Bill Gates used to word, sadly, Omicron has put us out of work. He didn't say it in those exact wor- words, but what he meant, of course, is that Omicron made the vaccine useless because uh, Omicron did what the vaccine couldn't give us, a hurt, menta- a hurt uh, what is it, a hurt mental, uh, no, um, what they call it, a hurt something, and that everyone is protected. And the vaccine couldn't do that. So it puts, in this case, Omicron put the vaccine and everything out of work. And of course, yeah, uh, Bill Gates, who has been behind all those companies and financing all those uh, companies that make those vaccinations, didn't like that with his cronies because now the whole business uh, model falls apart. So, but they're still doing it. Here's the thing. They're still yeah. doing it. So what they've done is they've got they've they've they they know that they got routed out. So they went on the download. So they're so they're lifting the COVID restrictions in many, many places. Yes, yes, all that's happening. They're lifting the mask restrictions in many, many places. Yes, all that's happening. What we don't like many people don't realize is that while all that, oh, you know, COVID is over kind of stuff is happening, there's more, much more sickening, seething evil occurring in that same realm. So while yeah. that's occurring, many of the states in many of the countries in Africa right now are locking down COVID restrictions. There's another massive Hong Kong uh, lockdown that is taking place right now. There was a re- uh, just an announcement that two new variants have been released uh, somewhere in the western part of the United States of Babylon the Great. And then on top of it all, to make it even more and more and more evil, all the doctors out there are still telling everybody they got to go get their booster shots from Pfizer or Moderna, which just recently killed Dobby, who is a very close friend of mine uh, for, that I would you know, going to miss very, very much, very, very much. And, 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 and one more thing, one more thing. They are also now in the process of moving all the other vaccines to MRNA. Okay, so your seasonal flu vaccine, mRNA. Rubella, mRNA. Mumps, mRNA. They're turning them all into mRNA. What that means is when your baby's born and you need to get them shot so you can send them to school, guess what? mRNA. So while yeah. we think there's this big diminishing taking place, and oh, isn't it great that British Airways is going to let us not wear a mask? And hey, we haven't heard much from Gates or Fauci, so maybe they called off the next uh, major bioweapon attack. No, don't think so. Now, this is sleight of hand, man. This is this. Here's what it is, man. I got to play the sound effect. I mean, this is this is screams for it. Pay no attention to that name behind the curtain. 
that's exactly what's going on. It's getting worse, I not better. Yes, no, I I know, and uh, and of course now they can be this distraction of uh, yeah, uh, Russia attacking uh, Ukraine. By the way, both leaders are also part, and they have spoken both on the uh, World Economic Forum under Dart. Uh, Sidlord uh, Klaus uh, Schwab. So, and of course, the COVID reset didn't work because of Omicron, so they need a new plan in order to bankrupt uh, Europe and the US, among other countries. Uh, so they came up now with this plan. And God knows what else they have in mind after this. Yeah, because you said it about Biden. Uh, put this plan in motion about 800 million or a, bi- or a billion. Who's going to pay for this? It's going to be the American taxpayer that's going to pay for this. On top of the rest. And as you said early in the show, and in the end, all, all the weapons will ending up in the hands of terrorists and other criminal groups and militias instead of that it is being used to fight uh, the Russians. And we're going to have a second uh, Afghanistan on our hand if we don't watch out. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> yes. I know, right? But ironically, we kind of see an, yeah, a second uh, Afghanistan. And again, uh, with God knows for how many billions uh, money and Weapons and God knows what else will be. Another thing is by making um, Russia the pariah in this, and especially with all the boycotts in virtue signal, signaling, what a BS that is, but okay, so that one looks more pious than the other and all that crap. Uh, yeah, here in the UK, we had a couple of weeks ago in Cardiff, here in Wales, uh, there was a theater that had suddenly cancelled the Tchaikovsky uh, concerts. Uh, how stupid is that? Oh, I heard about that because the guy was a Russian piano player. Even though he yes. told them, he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm anti-Putin, I'm anti-Putin. They're like, no, you're Russian, get out of here. You said nope. that's beyond grace. It's so stupid. I, I'm, I'm still going to listen to Tchaikovsky. I like that music. Uh, to be honest, he, he hey, is about you're a food sympathizer. <laughs> I'm eating my, okay, my protein no. bar here. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the case, so be it. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to fall for this BS about virtue signaling. And also my alters, Lauren and Esme, stand with me on this as well. So, But uh, to be honest, Esme had downloaded from YouTube a couple of uh, Tchaikovsky collections. So <laughs> that was last week. But nonetheless, uh, we're not going to fall for this. And in the end, with all the boycotts, we pushing the Russian people into the hands of Putin. And Putin can say, see, I told you, the world hates you. It, oh, it's it worse than that. To- he should have, Putin made one um, tactical mistake. Um, well, he probably made several, rope-a-dope kind of thing. But anyway, he should have cut off the social media from the Russian population. Now, of course, that isn't going to be 100% foolproof because they can sign no. up for ExpressVPN and bypass the filters. But the point I'm making yeah. is 
if he had done a better job of filtering the social, the West social media lie engine, which is huge. I mean, it's like comparing a tiger tank to a three-year-old on a tricycle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, so if he had if he had blocked all that stuff early on, he would have a lot less dissidents in Moscow right now. But unfortunately. Yeah. There's enough people in Moscow that buy the Western baloney, and then, of course, um, you know, they're going to be like, well, this is an illegal war, and we shouldn't be doing it, and this, that, and the other thing, and, and, and you know, and, and Biden said this, and this guy from Fox News said that, and, um, you know, and, and, you know, and so now he's got all that to deal with on his end, plus all the stuff that he's trying to do right now while he's trying not to kill the civilian population, while he's trying to open up um, you know, um, uh, uh, humanitarian corridors. He's trying to get the people out of the buildings where they've got their missile launchers hidden, just like they do in Gaza with Hezbollah and all this other creepy weirdness. And, 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 and it's, it's actually – here's the thing that I – I hope it doesn't happen. But I can almost see a point – now, here's the thing. Now, I, I do agree with you 100% that they're all in on it to some extent. But we also know about how the Masonic Lodge works, and there's like you know 33 obvious levels up to 100 levels. you got the blue levels yeah. and all the chicken wings and porno movies on Saturday nights. So the, and they run around with fezes, and they think it's cute when they're in the parade. But they don't know any better. They've never read, you know, of morals and dogma. They don't have any idea who Albert Pike is. Okay, so my point is this, and they eat their young on top of it all. So Trump could be in on it and think he's doing a good thing, and then they kill him. You know, Kennedy, uh, John F. Kennedy was part of one of the top 13 Illuminati families, and he was married to an, an, an Onassis, who was a, a second one of the top Illuminati families. Okay, they couldn't be any more Illuminati. Ken, uh, Jacqueline uh, Kennedy Onassis and, and, and JFK were like the epitome of the, the Illuminati, and they still killed uh, at JFK. Least, at least of the 13 known families. Remember, the families that are known yep. – those are the front families. The, the more powerful families are the ones that are not known. And Amen. they hold the black I power. Believe it. And, and the first are the front they families. They fight with each other. I saw a WEF. Yes, I, they were even saying it. It was live on the air. You could watch them. And there was this woman, and speaking in front of this humongous auditorium of people at the, at the World Economic Forum, and she was like, well, I have some good news for you now. Uh, the elite, you see, are now finally getting along well with each other, which is very, very good. Um, but unfortunately, I have some bad news for you that the people who we are trying to control, well, they don't trust us like they should. And she makes this announcement in front of the whole – and I'm like sitting there going, like, duh – Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track, you know. But you're right. It's like yeah. they're getting along and they're executing global reset and doing all this stuff now. And more of us are waking up to it. Yes, and and more and more people waking up than the day once. And their plans to uh, depopulate doesn't go uh, as well and as fast as they had hoped, thanks to Jesus Christ. So, but uh, 
it is all infighting in one big family, one cousin against the next, etc., etc. And as in the ancient, as in the medieval time, that you had one king that was related with another king and with another king, and they all were fighting over who had what toy because King A wanted a toy he was promised, but King B take the toy and all that type of thing. So it is so insane and so petty. And but yeah, in the meantime, the people are played out against each other, including the soldiers who doesn't know better than they are being sent uh, to do do the bidding for the elites. And yeah, by the way, I, I believe if we have to put Russia before the uh, for the world tribunal for for the crimes that they are doing, then also I believe the United States for their actions in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan should also be tried, put to trial. Because wait, in, minute, in the Senate, wait, wait, hold on a second. We got, this is very important. This is the red phone. Uh, it, it, hey, this appears, this is line two. It appears to be coming in from uh, the blaze. Here, let's take this call. <laughs> Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. Thank you, Mr. Beck, for calling into the program. We thank you because you are absolutely right. <laughs> Nobody pays for a darn thing. As a matter of fact, this is all orchestrated, really, when you think about it. What if... Yes. Have you thought, I mean, what if Putin is fully aware of what the master plan is, and he's not getting rope-a-doped? Okay? Maybe... It's hard to believe. I don't know if it's true or not, but let's just do some critical thinking skills stuff for a second. What if he was given a little bit a part of the master plan because it's been since like I just read on the air. Wow. Since 2009 that they've been establishing bricks. So uh, how did know, that already? well, according to Wikipedia, it's 2009 and it could have been, you know, as far as I, I look, you know what? Wikipedia, is, it, is, it, is, it, is, is Donald Duck the Antichrist? I don't care. It's irrelevant. At the end of the day, <laughs> they've been doing, Bricks for a long time. All right, yes. Let's just leave it at that. Now, if that be true, which we know it is, why? If they weren't planning for the collapse of the petrodollar, why? What would be the motivation? Why bother to have Russia, China, South Africa, Brazil, and India. And isn't it fascinating that Pakistan, Syria, and Iran also are not participating in the anti-Russian propaganda stuff? So it, right now – oh, and don't forget North Korea. Can't leave them out. And we just had – you know, they just sent uh, – what did they say? Was it 300 or 31? I think it was 30 fighter jets in from China to do one of those – deals right over Taiwan to just say, uh, hey, guys, we're watching you. They're yeah. not joking. They're going to go in. And you know what? Right now, think about it from a master plan standpoint. Think about it from Klaus Schwab's standpoint. Think about it from the shape-shifting reptilians on the board of directors of Satan's standpoint. Think about it from yeah. the, end game, uh, the end game of the Holy Bible's standpoint. Think about it from the execution of the second seal and the third seal and the fourth seal, which is World War III, and the third seal, which is the collapse of the petrodollar. And all these things are happening right now. So when everything matches, 
It's all matching, man. No, it yeah. doesn't matter. So, so now you've got bricks. So that, what does that mean? It means that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the petrodollar is in the fa- in fact in the process of collapsing, just like Jesus said, pestilence, famine, and we already know about signs of the sun and the moon and the stars, seas roaring for crying out loud. Okay, never mind the 7.3 earthquake that just happened right outside of Fukushima today. I mean, it is never ending. It's all happening. Now, let's pretend. Take your pick. Let's say Putin does this, Putin does that. I, I can tell you that I got a prophecy from Russia. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not. I don't know if God relented. I don't know if he called an audible. I don't know what's going to happen. But if it does happen, it was from a little kid. It was given to me from uh, somebody that I know in the Ukraine who's born and raised in Odessa. And it says that Putin, that Moldova, Moldova, Latvia, and some other uh, Baltic states will join back up with the USSR voluntarily. There won't be any war. It won't be a conquest. There will be no tanks. They're just going to go ahead and say, you know what? And think about it. When you – when these people are not stupid – they're watching what's happening. They know that they're being lied to. How do you think they feel when they realize what's actually happening? How do you think they feel about the NATO being inside their countries right now when they realize who the lying, seeding, shape-shifting reptilians actually are? They may right. already be planning on joining back up with the USSR, and all it would take would be a signature. And then Putin yeah. would just roll in there, take all those STAD missile systems and say, hey, thanks a lot. Now I can, you know, whatever. Uh, but but the point is that little kid in their prophecy said Moldova, Latvia, the, the Baltic states rejoin up with the USSR. Putin may not even have to ask him. <laughs> they, they, they could just do it. We've got the prophecies that say that, that Putin's going to run right into um, – Istanbul and the Turkey. Putin, so, Putin is right on, on one point, and that is it was agreed at the end of the Cold War that NATO would not in the future enter into the former satellite states, the former states that were the Soviet Union. And NATO broke one by one after one from 2003 onwards. So when Putin says now is enough with having the missiles being pointed on me, Putin is right on that point. NATO broke one after one treaty after another after another. Another thing I noticed today, apparently now suddenly the, the leader of the Ukraine came out that the Ukraine would never join NATO. What is that all about again? So, so it seems we are being played because if if the negotiations go well. That means this this uh, theater, this small movie, uh, will end. And after, of course, the Ukraine has received all the shipments of weapons and all that. Thank you very much uh, for Putin and his cronies, if that is true. And no doubt uh, Ukraine will join uh, probably Russia or shared uh, ownership. And of course, Putin gets all the, uh, depending on how much, of course, the army of Ukraine will get the weapons. So Putin will also get uh, his hands on the weapons as well. And 
uh, re-engineer them or back-engineer them and all that. So it's very curious how suddenly today uh, with new negotiations, the Ukrainians said, oh, yeah, we will never join um, NATO. And uh, so they are now re uh, talking now again maybe with Russia and all that. So that shows that things are not as they are being said in the media. Well, well, Zelensky, it, it, the, the only reason that the Ukraine has, you know, historically over many decades, you know, taken a position of a non-NATO country, it, the only reason is because Putin came right out and said, you do that. And you better get yourself in a nuclear bomb shelter. Okay, so that was the red line that he set, and, and, he, and he wasn't joking. Okay, so and, and now they're saying, we really, really need you. We really, really need you. What I am blown away by, though, is that – But NATO have always said they would never the false flags, allow – Think about it. The false flags. Just, I just think – yeah. comment on that. Think about the false flags. We've got at least – wow – I can probably rattle off 12 different scenarios of false flags that would launch the entire world into World War III without hesitation. And if it if was an Olympics for uh, false flags in the world, which country would rake up the gold, the silver, and the bronze? The United States. Because oh, that is yeah. the country that has done the most false flags in history. That's right. For God's sake. I, re- I remember, no, yeah, for one, 9-11 was a false flag. Uh, otherwise, why should, say, my handler, Dick Cheney, in June of 2001, uh, if you're going to fly on the East Coast between, uh, between uh, what he said, August and November, don't do that. That is what he literally said to me, uh, Dick Cheney. In June of 2001. No, I believe you. So that already that already shows that they knew already what was planned because it was already planned way ahead in, in time. And, of course, it was planned for various reasons. One, to create a, a global war between Christians and Muslims. At least they had hoped that would be the result of it. But another fine thing... They wanted to go in invade Afghanistan for the poppy fields, yeah, for the drugs, and they also wanted to uh, rake in all the artifacts in the museums in Baghdad and throughout Iraq. So, but if we kind of talk, if we want to be honest, and unfortunate that will never happen, but if we would be honest, if we say. Uh, Russia has to be before the war in, into the in war tribunal. I also believe that the U.S. should be for the false flag of 9-11 and everything that came out of it. But of course, that will never happen. Uh, unfortunate. But if we are honest about each other, then that should happen as well. But of course, the problem. The problem with with our analysis as we're going back and forth is. It's flawed. <clears throat> and here's the flaw. Yours is flawed. Mine is flawed. And it's exceedingly difficult to explain it. But I know I you understand. I never said that. Perfect. Well, hold on. Let me finish. The problem is the concept of need to know. 
and compartmentalization yeah. of information. We don't know what they told Putin. We don't know what they told Trump. We don't know what any of these entities that are in the board of directors of Saint and these shape-shifting Draco reptilian freaks, we don't know what they told them and what deals were cut under the table. We don't even know if there was a deal cut under the table. We assume things, but, but, to, uh, but to make that assumption is a generalization. If we make the assumption that Putin is obviously in on it, then we take away his human ability to make his own decisions, and that is always part of the equation. It doesn't matter what part of the lodge you're in and what level of the lodge you're in. You, can still, you still have a brain, and you still have the ability to make a choice. And so Putin could have made a flat-out choice. I'm sick and tired of people getting slaughtered and murdered in Donbass, and I'm going in to shut them down. These guys are Nazis, and they're threatening Moscow. And so yes. it doesn't really matter what kind of a deal he might have cut under the table and what part of the Illuminati he's in and what level of the evil that he's sitting within or what he knows about the, glo- the, the, the orchestration of World War III. He may have just made a solitary decision as the ruler of Russia. I'm sick of it. So the problem is, and that's, as you know, why, why the different families of the Illuminati and, and the different royalty groups and everything like that, and a lot of wars were started over the years, and why, why the SS were created by Hitler to protect him from his own generals who were trying to murder him. The problem is there's always that kind of infighting, and we never really yeah. know who knows what. That's the problem. But if, you know, I don't like the term devil's advocate, but if you do a, a, try your best under these exceedingly difficult critical thinking skills analyses, um, it is possible, possible that, you know, given bricks, especially given bricks, bricks is probably the most dead giveaway of all. The establishment of bricks definitely indicates that Putin, Putin and Xi Jinping knew very, very long time ago that the – we'll just call them the satanic global crime syndicate intended to collapse the petrodollar, and they were building themselves a way to sustain themselves when the petrodollar went down. And now Xi Jinping is asking Saudi Arabia to accept one for gas or oil. And if Saudi Arabia caves and says, yes, Xi Jinping, we will take your one, it's game over for the petrodollar. Say hello to the third seal. So, so, but, but who knows what, how deep they're in, what, they're, what they've been told, what promises they've been given, what documents they signed, what lies they were told. You know, I'm not even sure Satan himself knows. You know? Yes. And I'm not, and I'm, and I'm even not speaking about God's, uh, when he can unleash his uh, deception, right? delusional uh, about liberty aliens and and all that. And that all still going to be unleashed on, on us as well. So right, you, had, you, you had even brought, I, I knew about this, but you had really... Um, expanded upon the understanding like 10 times more detailed than I was aware of. But I've been aware for, wow, way over 10 years that there are different alien races partnering with um, different 
parts of the world. We'll just put it that way. Um, you know, so I don't know. It really, really gets unbelievably complex. And honestly, and I think you would agree with this, that's one of the reasons why the Illuminati and these entities and the Dracos and all that always seem to have a plan B, plan C, plan D, plan – I mean, every, you know, that's why – do you ever ask yourself whenever you're following somebody on YouTube – whoever they may be, and no matter how godly they may be, when they're getting their information from the three-letter agencies, they got an insider or a group of insiders. Did you ever wonder why almost 80 to 100% of the time they're wrong? Well, it's not because the intel that they got was necessarily incorrect. It's just that their monitoring systems that monitor every phone call, every text message, everything that we you know, the exact number of seconds that we look at a picture on YouTube or or, or, or or Facebook, they analyze those on supercomputers that are located in China, in Utah, at the uh, GCRC, I think it's called, in, in, in uh, Great Britain. And I mean, you know, folks, <laughs> they know. They absolutely know. And so, you know, and then who does know? Who knows in that group of people who know, who knows what? They don't know everything. They don't. They really, really don't. You you know, if we generalize and say, well, if that be the case, and there's a supercomputer that is interlinked to Pine Gap, and there's another supercomputer that's interlinked to the GCRC, and there's another computer that's interlinked to the Utah NASA supercomputer, then they're all in it together. What are you talking about? How can you use the word all? The very second that you use the word all, you're generalizing, and your, your analysis has failed. You can't generalize because it's compartmentalized. There's a hundred different levels to the understanding, and not everybody knows the same story. They're all being lied to. So so this one's doing this, this one's doing that. They're all under the puppet master, and and you know how it is. And so we're sitting here trying to analyze who's who and who's what, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. They're all bad. They're all bad. They're all working to the same end. At the end of the day, the only way to look at this with any kind of you know sanity is to look at it from the viewpoint of the Holy Bible and what the end game is in the Holy Bible, and then look at what's happening on the global world stage and say, hey, this aligns directly to what it says in Revelation chapter 6. Hey, this aligns to exactly what it says in Luke 21 XYZ. I mean, you know, but that, that's, the only, that, that's our only safety zone. Trying to figure out yeah. whether Putin's good, bad, ugly, indifferent, or has a mole on his left, you know, whatever. I'm just here to – you can't do it. You can't. You can try. But it's it's a lot of what-if scenarios with a whole lot of dynamics in play that are very, very hard to analyze because I don't even think half of them that are involved in it know exactly what they're doing. They all, they play out their own part that they have been told by others in this case, like – uh, Seth Lord of this Klaus Schwab and uh, and others like him, and they only told parts that they need to know. So so yeah, it's got only a small piece of the puzzle, and in order to play out, and so that they can still hold. Oh, I only I only knew what I was told, or I only played what I was told to do. Yeah, oh, as we saw in as, as we saw in Nuremberg with the trials over there, that they all said, oh, I just did what I told, nothing more, nothing less. Right. This is even weirder. Um, There was, for example, a um, um, 
There was a, it was played by, oh my gosh, I think it was Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson on Fox News, this is back when Trump was still in office, because Fox at that time was doing the opposite thing of CNN. Now they're both doing 100% synchronicity. But it's so when Trump was, yeah, but listen to this. Tucker Carlson played, and I wish I had it, I wish I had it, but unfortunately it had subtitles, so I could not play it audio-wise anyways. But what it was, was it was a meeting of elite Chinese leaders. It was a meeting with elite Chinese leaders. It looked very much like a World Economic Forum meeting, the way it was laid out with the big, you know, all the – pomp and circumstance and all that kind of stuff, but it was only Chinese leaders. And the guy that was at the front, you know, doing the, you know, explaining to the people in the audience of the elite Chinese leaders what was going on while Donald Trump was still the president. And Tucker Carlson put um, uh, subtitles in English below what the, what the Chinese elite leader was telling the rest of the Ch- other Chinese elite leaders while Trump was in office. Tucker Carlson played it, and, he, and, the, uh, and, and the, the Chinese leader, the elitist, said, you know, Ning Ha Moi, Che Che. No, he said – I'm just kidding. He said <laughs> – what he said was, we have a man in place in the United States right now who is ours. We own him. He's already in place. We are going to take full control of the United States. Everything is in order. Don't be concerned about Trump. It's a done we deal. We all know who that is. And they were all like, yay. It was like a big, you know, cheering kind of a thing. Yes. <laughs> all right. And this was happening while Donald Trump was still in the presidency. And I thought to yes. myself, oh, they're talking about Biden. They're talking about Obama. It was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. You know, um, I, you know, now I didn't anticipate the, the fraud to go down as obviously as it did. And then to have, you know, the Supreme Court, like, who's, you know, man, the Supreme Court is compromised. Everything is compromised. Every state is compromised, you know, except for maybe Florida. But, I mean, it's like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's a miracle that DeSantis, that, that, that he's still walking around considering how he's bucking everything. I think, I think that, you know, the Illuminati must have this master plan to dig a really big ditch across the top part of Florida so it breaks off and goes floating out into the Atlantic Ocean and becomes its own country or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's possible. It's hard to figure it out. You, ne- you never know. They yes, get one of those uh, big nuclear drills that they used to do the underground bases with, and yes. like, hey, look, it's its own country. It's part of the Caribbean now, you know. And it's like Aruba, <laughs> Jamaica, Florida, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. I guess it's it's so Yes. <laughs> no, I would think would be maybe a better country than the U.S. Uh, currently, as Babylon the Great. So. Yeah. At least, uh, at least you can go there uh, not with, with being jabbed and all that uh, type of thing, and you can put your kids to school without all this woke idiocy, this woke BS. 
man. I was, I, uh, li- I was listening to um, a co- a North Korean uh, defector, uh, Jo Min Park or whatever her name was, and uh, and she went just say, ended just up say in- Jing Ping Jing Ding, and everybody will believe you because <laughs> nobody knows any of that kind of stuff. Okay, the only, reason, went- the only reason I know Ning Ha Mua and Cheche is because. Um, I had to do a couple of consult. You'll love this. A couple of consulting engagements for the Bank of China in New York City, and right. um, so I decided I decided just for fun of it, I would download an Android app that was like you know the top 100, you know, Mandarin phrases or whatever. Well, the only ones I could remember was Ning Hamua, which is how you doing, and Cheche, which is thank you. And um, okay. so I, that, that's it. That was my whole vocabulary. So anyway, so I'm t- I'm following like the head of security up through this elevator at Bank of China in down t- in Midtown Manhattan. You know, well, actually, it's pretty close to Chinatown, but it's walking distance. But anyway, um, and I'm going up the elevator, and you know, anybody who knows New York, you know, these are old buildings and they're tiny little elevators, and and I'm going up the elevator, and the door opens onto whatever floor into a big boardroom of Chinese business people. And they're, you know, and at that time I was like 365 pounds. So they probably were like, you know, saying in Mandarin to one another, holy moly, the Goodyear blimp has arrived. I don't know what they were saying, but they they were all talking (laughs) among one another and pointing over, you know, kind of looking at me. And I looked at the whole crowd of them and I went, Ming Hamwa. And the whole place went silent. Man, you could hear the fleas walking through the carpet. It was so quiet in that boardroom because <laughs> they were like, oh, no, he speaks Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can read now our minds. <laughs> he heard so us calling the... him the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> so what was the name of the app you said? Um, pardon? What was the name of this app? Uh, what was the name app. of the what? It was uh, the Bank of China. It's one of the world's largest banks. Okay. That, that's the name of the company that I was visiting, and that's you know it's in downtown Manhattan. No, but yes, I mean, I'm a world app- traveler. I've been in top secret military bases. I have walked <laughs> down very scary hallways that have no signs, as far as the eye can see, no numbers on any mm. doors, and they have very mean, big men in marine outfits following everywhere you go. Oh, and by the way, if you have to go to the restroom, they're coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty creepy stuff. I know, and it's uh, it's a shame with China because China is a beautiful country on itself, but it's the system that they unfortunately have. But China on itself is beautiful. No, no, I know. I think the whole I think the whole thing is is set up. I think it's orchestrated. I think BRICS is uh, undeniable evidence of them knowing in advance that they needed to build their own financial alliance. Um, I don't, I do not rule out, um, you know, people having feelings about more than one thing. In other words, I can see where Putin totally agreed with BRICS, totally agreed with an alliance with China, totally agreed that they needed to do that because, yes, there was a master plan by the elite to collapse the petrodollar, yada, yada, blah, blah, yada, yada, blah, blah. But I can't rule out the possibility that Putin said enough is enough with the Nazis. 
I am sick and tired of this NATO threat and these nuclear tactical missiles being within range of Moscow. I'm over it. I'm done with it. And I'm going in and I don't care what I signed and whatever, you know, so it could be both. It could be both. There's no way to be sure. The thing is, with all the sanctions and everything that we put on Russia, we, we forced them to go with China. A child with a one brain cell can even come up with that. Yeah, but if but if so, the Chinese on the Tucker Carlson thing with the Chinese elite going, we got a man on the inside right now while Trump is in office, that indicates that they were already planning on putting Biden in the office, which means that they were in cahoots yes. with Obama. Okay, so the, the, so then what does that do? That tracks all the way up to the House of Windsor, goes into the board of directors. Uh, it's, it's, you got, you, now you got the Rounds Road Table, the Tavistock Institute, the whole group of the Committee of 300. I mean, the, 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 the list is endless. I mean, you know, you never yes, – it, it is. keeps going up, 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 up to, to like other, other – like galaxies and stuff out there. It's unbelievable. I mean, there's no end to yeah, it. I, no, the Earth is only a mirror from what is going on in the galaxy or in the uh, omniverse. But uh, yeah, the end game going to be done here because God has uh, put his eye on Earth as, as his seat. So yeah, Satan wants to destroy this and take this seat for himself and rule the universe from this planet. But, of course, God does not allow that to happen, but Satan still thinks he can pull it off. Good luck with that. Especially if then God is going to pull off his uh, delusion or deception about the alien invasion and all that. Or alien friends. It's more than one, man. It's more than one. You guys that are part of the Illuminati family, you're very focused on the fake alien invasion and all that kind of stuff. I'm not. I'm I'm more focused. I know that I get all that stuff, and I'm, I do not at all disagree in any way. Okay. However, um, Isaiah 13 is God sending aliens from another part of the universe to the earth to slaughter the unrighteous. That comes from our Heavenly Father, God. And that is the same event that occurs in Joel 2. Also, the alien invasion that occurs during the day of the Lord when a fig tree, when the Stars fall from skies like a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind. That that is the same thing that happens in Isaiah 13 and Joel 2. And then you get me going on those creepy locusts and whatever those things are that come after yeah. the locusts, which wipe out a quarter of the world's population. Which at that point we don't even know what that is because by that time I've we've had so many people killed. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. insanity, man. It's insanity. What's coming for this earth? is everything from false flag alien invasions with TR-3Bs, under, deep underground alliances, all kinds of weird, creepy, you know, it's it's unbelievable. The, the, the people of Earth are going to do exactly like what the prophecies say. The prophecies say they are going to freak out. All the groceries will disappear from all of the shelves, which I totally get from being in hurricane-ridden Florida. I'm here, and then people will go back to their homes, and they will be, well, they'll be traumatized and screaming for their lives. They're going to be horrified. Yeah. I mean, even says in Luke Luke twenty one thirty six, it says, I think it's, no, no, that's the, not it's not thirty six. It's another one. I forget, maybe twenty one twenty three something like. That. I don't know. I have to go back and look. But it says, and men's hearts will fail them for fear of those things which come upon the earth. Yes. I wasn't talking about the false flag, by the way. I was talking about God will send us. Send us us, us, us according to the Bible. 
Yeah, so I wasn't talking about the false flags. And uh, so if we think we have seen have things what's happening on on this geo uh, political uh, thing, now yeah, let's wait and see when the uh, extra political things will fall into place. And I don't mean the one connected with the Illuminati as the Dracos, but whatever God will send upon us from other parts that are way beyond in evilness and might than the Dracos. So, and, uh, yeah, now, yeah, we still kind of have a lot, a lot of things that will come uh, toward the uh, Earth and on the Earth, and what is also inside of the Earth as well. So, we certainly live, let's say, in uh, not in boring times. It's certainly interesting to see all the things unfolding as the Bible is described. I want to watch it from up in the. Uh, I want to watch it with the cloud of witnesses, man. I want to look look down. I want okay. to go like. I want to be in heaven, kind of like you know, eating like endless um, Thai food at the Thai buffet, you know, and not gaining any weight or anything, and All like right. you know, hanging out and have, yeah. And then I'll just go over to the building where they have the uh, cloud of witnesses and the big portal, and I'll take a look down and go, boy, that looks pretty bad. I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> and you are eating and not uh, gaining one gram of uh, weight. Oh, no way, man. I'll be having, like, Kung Pao chicken out the Yang, man. <laughs> like, I'll be like, hey, Taipan Alley, as far as the eye can see, right on, baby. <laughs> you know? Now it's like if I order that stuff, I suffer for a week. It's like, wait a minute, is that me in the mirror? Holy cow. Are those caterpillars or eyebrows? My goodness, I got to get a shave over here. This is terrible. Don't, man, don't tell me you look like uh, Pizza the Hut. That is hilarious. You know, no. if people had any idea how realistic those scenes in Star Wars actually are in reality, yes. they would flip out. That, that stuff is real. Yes. Now, I was, I was talking about the, the spoof on Star Wars uh, called Spaceballs. I'm not sure if you have seen that. Oh yeah, no, I have. That was quite funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But uh, if people, oh yeah, you are right. If people only knew how close to certain reality Star Wars is with all the aliens and all the different types in it and the geopolitics on the collective scale in there, then people would fall on the floor. Uh, yeah, I so, know. Yeah. A lot of people think the uh, wars in heavens, you know, happened and ended, but no, I I know it's no. a fact that they didn't. they're still going on out there. There are civilizations that are warming each other. They're blowing up planets. They're doing all the creepy weird stuff they've been doing. Yeah. When I, I know, is it is it Isaiah or is it Ezekiel? I forget what, where it is. Is Ezekiel or Isaiah where it says something along the lines of I should memorize this verse. Shame on me. Um, that that Lucifer. Um, and it might say the King of Tyre because, you know, that's one in the same. But I think it says Lucifer. Uh, I don't know if it says he jumps from or he moves. I think it says he moves from one fire light. He moves from one light of fire to another light of fire. And and it's I hear I've heard so many wacky translations and, and people like hypothesizing about what that means. And I'm like, no. 
the, it, all that means is that Lucifer is moving from one solar system to another. That that those yeah. lights that he was moving between are simply suns of solar systems, which are part of the Morningstar office, which which he was in control of for a period of time until sin was found in him. You know, but um, yeah, no, the um, the wars in the heavens, man, I am totally. Con- I've seen, I have seen with my own eyes. Thanks to the work of a guy named Peter who has passed away and had no life, big telescopes, and spent a lot of time filming things from stereo, stereo A and Stereo B. And I have seen very, 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 very large spaceships. Undeniable. Absolutely undeniable. They could not have been. It wasn't an artifact. It moved very much like a ship. It was clear as a bell. It, you know, they were, there were many different kinds of them. Some of them were like four or five, maybe even 10 times larger than the Earth. Huge spaceships. And, and a lot of times they, they would shoot laser beams at each other. You could see them fighting amongst one another. I don't know if you remember Ed Grimsley, but he was on uh, Coast to Coast AM several times uh, with his videos of, um, that they use with the, with the third generation night vision goggles and the advanced optics, you know, the, the, the video filming uh, optics that can yeah. zoom in like really, really far. And, and he would just sit there and film. He had, they had a big group that get, get together, almost like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where all the people would sit on the side of the road and they'd watch for the spaceships to go by. Yeah. Well, that's what they did, except they took their uh, night vision and they would um, they would film spaceships, mostly scout ships. Uh, you know, Ed Grimsley, it was mostly the scout ships. But the scout ships were chasing each other through the sky and shooting laser beams at each other. And I'm thinking to myself, well, who are they? Because if they're both on the same side, what is the point in them shooting laser beams at each other? Because yes. what the average Christian theorist says in their books, which of course I just toss into the corner because I know they're wrong, is you know, oh well, they're all of Satan. They they're all interdimensional time traveler, and those are time travel machines, and those are demons. And and I'm like, no, they're not. You don't have no idea what you're talking about. And and but then the quintessential question. Why are they shooting at each other? The only reason they'd yes. be shooting at each other is because they're not on the same side. <laughs> you know? I, like, I know it is so. And with Christians, I'm now Christian myself, but Christians have to admit they're calling everything demons. It is so annoying and, so, and it really gets a thing on the skin, but especially I dealt with it myself when I came out. Was I, know. I, used, I, used I went to, to a local church and I told my, that I, I introduced myself and I'm an SOA DRD survivor. And he said, nice meeting you, but we don't want you and your demons next time here. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. It's, it's like talking to a bag of thumbtacks. And I'm, you know, or or broken triscuits. I don't know what you want to say. Whatever. It's enough to drive you crazy. And, and, and you know what? I... I Thank God. I never gave up on Jesus. Thank God. Everybody's frustrated because they can't get through to anybody. They can't tell their children. They can't tell their wives. They can't tell their husbands. They can't tell the people of the church. They don't can't they don't have any friends. And I've had if I had 
you know, I'll use that colloquialism. If I had a dollar for every time somebody wanted me to set up a little forum so we could all get together and debate these things, you know, and I'm like, um, I get I get these emails from people who I love. They're awesome, long-term listeners of the show, and they're like, do you know anybody uh, that lives, you know, uh, in our state or whatever that listens to become friends with? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It sounds like Bill Hicks fight that. We're, we're we're all doomed to be alone until our calling, yeah. until that that moment, you know. So praise God. But anyway, we've run at, we've run the clock down, and you know, knowing how blog talk can be. But would you go ahead and close with a prayer for us tonight? Yes, you gave a nice impression uh, of you. Bill Hicks, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I like him. He is great. But uh, about uh, yeah. We've running out, so I'm not going in there. But yeah, people should see uh, Bill Hicks on YouTube. If I put in Bill Hicks, he has quite a couple of good things. But okay, uh, yeah, Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you and I ask you on everyone, on the listeners, uh, to protect everyone out there. Open, keep their eyes open, their ears open on the spiritual level and the physical level, Lord Jesus Christ. And also protect our host, uh, John Baptist. And then his assistant Nancy, of course, because yeah, we we need them in order to uh, to keep open your uh, your ways, uh, and also to make sure that all the listeners get to hear what the media is not telling us, Lord Jesus Christ, because they certainly need it in the times that we are in now, and all the media, no matter is it, if it is right, left, or center. They are all part of the same group, as you know, and I know, and also John knows, and the listeners, uh, no doubt. So we ask you yeah, to protect everyone that is involved in this theater called Planet Earth, and that will bring out and everything that is connected with your realm, Lord Jesus Christ, and your kingdom. And so, yeah, keep everyone safe, everyone that is listening to this. Uh, I hope that no... SRA survivor that has listened to this has been triggered. And Lord Jesus Christ, I also ask you to protect them as well. And if those survivors need help, they can reach out to Bright Ministry, as you know, Lord Jesus Christ. And I ask you, yeah, to protect all the listeners and let them also spread the word about uh, this uh, program so that more listeners will be enlightened by what is going on. I ask you this in your holy and sacred name. As our Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, Robert, it goes without saying that I always love having you join the program because I just, you know, love it's the stuff that we get to be on the air. Yeah, we get to rip it apart, man. We tear it up, man. And, uh, you know, it, I, I, they're really, you know, I can do that with some guests, but I, I think I think because of the depth of your understanding, particularly of the intergalactic problem and how it, how it merges and becomes part of the problem here on our hologram of an earth, um, you yeah. know, I – all I can say is praise God for your work, brother. I praise God for you. I praise God for uh, Sister Elena because uh, b- between the two of you, you bring a, well, 
no pun intended, a whole nother dimension to our understanding. <laughs> Thank you so much, yeah. and God bless you for joining us tonight. It's been very enjoyable, and I pray that you are blessed and protected by the blood of Jesus all week long. Or in, well, in, until we talk talk again, uh, maybe on Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Amen. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts and preaching with all our minds. Sinners set the mercy of grace, redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure until you come back for your bride to set her free. I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory. <laughs> 